This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, guys. My name is Toket Makingwana. Make sure you catch my episode on Tea with Tape Pod. We spilled everything, guys. Absolutely everything. Catch you later. Hey guys, welcome to another fresh episode of my podcast. This is a Christmas episode and I'm doing my fave, 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 fave. Of course, it's talking about in the building. Please put your hands together for my friend. I don't know why you arrived better dressed than me. I told you that we should do Christmas episodes together. I thought what you meant was like the ornaments, like the hats, you know. <laughs> the, that's what I thought. I mean... You arrived here in Barbary and you're looking like... Well, I mean, I was coming to sit with you right. and I know how you're fabulous you know, man. And I thought I better show up looking the part. You, you look like it's your show. Anyway, Guys, it's already his here. Taste but show. thank you so much for coming to my show. You're the second, you're the only person who has appeared on TVT show twice. Okay, because yeah, we did the... It was the first time we did one. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing, right? And so I mean, it's amazing because that was like a throwback how we started yeah. and how it is going right now. That's actually how we became friendly, right? Was it not that show? I mean, I thought about it last night. It's so weird. <laughs> Laying in bed, I was asking myself, how did I meet you and how did we get this close? I don't it's remember okay. I how we met. I remember some of the events, right? How okay. we became close, right? I mean, I've always loved you from afar. Well, when I got closer and I realized who you really were, okay. right? And what did you it think me, at first? It made me... <laughs> <laughs> I know I know we're talking to Miko go fight after this after this episode. But um, I mean I, I I mean, I knew that you were fabulous. I, I didn't really think that you were this there was some so much depth to you than right. I thought. So yeah. for lack of a better word, you didn't think I had this much substance. Not you... really. That's not that's not the word. Right. It's just you're just a little deeper than I thought that okay. you would be. Oh, that's nice. Deep some, you, of course you have substance, that's why you are talking okay, about but it's just a little depth to you that some people don't know about. And we're gonna talk about it today mm. on the show. But how we became friends, right? So I remember that time I did work for um, some solutions. Remember now? Oh yeah, you used to so, invite me for all. Yeah, I used to invite you. Know they come, but you finally came for one. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> how you say yeah, they, and then you throw the shit. You know they come. No, but you know they come last time now. But it was fine. I mean, it was, it was just hit some misses here and there when I was still doing my comms work, right? Okay. So you came for something that Film House was doing. Mm. 
But before then... No, I, I remember what it was. It was the final movie that I featured in Market Marcel that I came for. And that's when I really got to know you. Yeah, I no, but before on the phone. then, we... I mean, I used to see you around. I used to say mm. hello and keep it moving. Mm. I think there's one time you told me to go for BBN. I remember. Really? Yeah. Some, this was 2019. Wow. You had told me, that, oh my God, it's been so good for you and your career. Amazing. Go for BBN. I tried it. Not pick me. So I kept it moving. <laughs> so by the time, okay. so fast forward to when I was working with Liz at Sumi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had something that we were doing for Film House. Mm-hmm. Was it like um, Secret Guest or something? I can't remember. So you would watch a movie with 10 of your fans. Yeah, it was my movie, Market Motel. Yes, you were in that movie. In, yeah. Right? So that's why I told you to follow me, remember? On Instagram. Yeah, because you were not following me back. I didn't realize that, but I just know that I used to see you around. Mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure. I knew you were in PR, but every time I saw you, we had so much to talk about and talk yeah. about. And I just thought this guy is one crazy guy, which is why I thought the world needs to know and see your personality. So go for BBN. Thank you, my friend. So we believed in you even before this. I love, huh? We believed in you even before. Yes, you're one of the people that actually really believed in me. And, and, and it's so funny how our friendship started, right? Because it wasn't as, we weren't as, we weren't this close, mm. you know. I think we got close from COVID. Yeah, from I think that's when we got really close. Really? Was it 2020? Was it before? Let's trace our friendship back a bit. I think like, so that's how you were. That's how we were about to open your house. So, I, twenty nineteen June was when I moved into, into your new house. house. Yes. So we're already sending your flowers for that house. I will we'll go invite us to come, but I don't think you're ready to invite anybody to the house. I didn't invite anybody. <laughs> no, I because you're just, like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I remember to ask you, how will you invite us to the house? And you were like, hmm. Mm. Mm. It took you like months. People would like come there and say, no more, I don't see that's ever the fear. I just that for Farouk still says this all the time. Your house like, is still like, <laughs> even though I when I'm in your space, I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> go do Farouk came by and he's like, ah, I'm surprised that you even let them bring my food up here. Yes. And so, the way it was cleaning as it was eating like. What has changed about that house? Nothing. I think that it was just for me. It was very, I wanted to have a sacred space mm-hmm. where no filming would be done in there. I just wanted people to just feel like themselves whenever they visited me. Yeah. And I just, I'm very, I'm, I have OCD, which, you know, a lot of people Quite. know about. And so I just really like, and it's so kitty while kill me. Because I remember one time I went to her house and I stained her rug. And mm-hmm. the one time she came to my house and stained my rug, we fought. Yes, of course. We had a fight. Because yeah. I was like, how are you going to stain my rug? Do you know like, I go to Tucker's house and in all my glory... <laughs> <laughs> She couldn't shout for me like I'd be smoking. Told you that on my chair. I'm like, I'm just like, do you know who you're talking to, sis? But it's Tucker's house. So even the biggest of people know that you cannot yeah. sit on a chair in the setting. Yeah, well, By the way, that chair is cream color. I mean, yes. what color? I mean, they're different chairs. I don't know which one you're talking about. I love it. <laughs> they're different sections. Okay. So which one are you talking about? The one about? downstairs. Yes, there are two sections in there. Yeah, the first section. Okay, the, that's the, the cream. beige yeah, and cream space. Yeah, that's yeah. the cream one. Yeah, so you don't have to clean those chairs every day. Well, I guess we have to find out from Edward. And yeah, I don't know what to do. I love I just it. know that it's pristine every time I come by. Word, my mom came to visit me over the weekend. And every time I'm like, Mom, you can't wear specific. You can't wear I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Your parents are the only ones that will break all the rules. Yeah. Like when my dad walks into my room. I'm like, Daddy, your slippers have to be outside. Have I leave me alone? It just, I'm like, these shoes have been everywhere. And they just have no shame. And then all the time they're talking to me. I, I, I mean, I hope they never get to watch this. All the time they ask me about me, all I'm thinking is, 
the shoes are really on this carpet. <laughs> they're going to clean it when yeah. they leave. Where's the shoes been? Wow. This woman is literally disrespecting my private space. That's literally what I'm thinking about. But I mean, I think that, I think you're over it now. I think no. you're more lenient. Like, you're not, no. as, you're not as stiff as you. So I mean, we can eat upstairs now. Don't say we, because just because I let you do it once or twice doesn't mean that, you know. <laughs> at least they will clean it now. That upstairs space, at least we can see it there. Tim's the rooftop. Up. Please, I mean, you have to loosen up a bit because <laughs> we have to be coming to that house the way we like. So I will not be, we'll be scared of coming to my friend's okay. house and not, right. not making it. As long mess. as I can send you the dry cleaning bill, that's fine. All right. So that's a dry cleaning bill. Yeah. Rich people problems. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a part of you that people don't really know. And that's the yes. part that is a full on dickness slash prayer warrior slash. Soka is one of the people that I, I say, and it's, it sounds like it's, it's cruise, but she made me closer to God because I mean, I was seeing the, the effects of the work of God in your life. <laughs> Okay. I was like, why Why is it very different from her? Because everything is about the Holy Spirit mm. or the Holy Spirit said, something mm. said. But mm. people don't know that about you, right? And that's very interesting. Yeah. But why Why do you have such a relationship with God and why is it that you are not shy to project that relationship? Because I think that's the only thing that's really keeping me balanced. I think that yeah. I tell people, I don't know how you survive um, in this world in this without industry. God. In this industry without God. Like, I, I honestly don't know. I admire people who have different means of coping mechanisms. And sometimes I'm like, how does it work for you? But for yeah. me, I find out that I needed and I still need to be rooted in something that was beyond all that is happening right now. Yeah. You know, all that has been happening over the years. It's helped me. It's kept me grounded. It's reminded me of what really matters. And it just keeps getting better. Mm. But like... um. Would you say that you got closer to God maybe because of what you were going through in terms of like your career, your life generally? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you were you were raised by your f- family, yeah. right? Because of your, your parents had yeah. passed yeah. when you guys were really younger. Do you think that you needed some sort of like relationship with God because of your background? I or- don't think so. I mean, the other day my pastor said to me that when he sees me, I remind him so much about David. I don't know why he said that. He said, because, you know, we are Christians. We've been Christians for years. Mm. And when people hear what you've been through, it's enough for you to say there's no God. It's yeah. enough for you to be like, you know, I mean, I, I, I share this all the time. When the incident happened that took my parents, they had just finished praying. I grew up in a home where my dad woke us up early in the morning to do morning devotion. Yeah. It was important in the family. Uh, before we went to school, before he set out for his business, we always started with God. I grew up in a home where I went to different vigils. Uh, I remember we all had a routine. There'll be mats carried, kegs of water, because we're going to vigil. Why are we going to do this vigil? We'll come back the next day because my, you know, Parents were praying parents. Um, So when that happened, it's enough for me to feel like there can't be a God. I mean, how does he call on you? So at the point when we're sharing the grace, at the point when we're saying our Lord's prayer, before we finish the prayer, you knew that in 30 to 45 minutes, there was going to be an explosion. And this God. Like, where were you? What was going on in heaven? Were you just amused at the thought that, oh, they're worshiping me. In 10, 15 minutes, this is going to happen. You know, it's one of one of the most devastating things to even have to imagine. So my pastor is like, when he looks at me and how I still hunger and thirst after God, he's like, clearly your parents sowed the right 
seed mm. because that's all my, my my father and my mom left behind. They didn't leave me, you know, wealth or leave me room. I mean, my father was on the way to becoming who he was meant to become before he died. He was yeah. studying law. He was yeah. working with the government. We we lived. I lived very fairly okay. decent lives. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, I had a driver take me to school, but when he died, all of that died with him. Mm. And um, the only thing that he instilled or they left with us is the knowledge of Christ. So the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. So all the years when I even walked away from God and I thought, you suck. I can't be in your presence because you're clearly not fair. I don't get how it works. He was always there. Mm. So I think that, you know, when people say to you that I had a praying mother or I had a praying, someone sowed the seed for all of us. And the Bible says that the memory of the righteous is blessed. So I definitely see, oh, God, are we taking it to church? Friend, let's go there. <laughs> so, I definitely see how the work they lived, they lived a very short life. My mom passed on at 33. My dad at 36, 37. I'm 37. You just now. 30, yeah. Um, you know, so but then they they did the ground work, work and they left that with all of us. And when people say to me that I, I don't know how you're still a Christian after that could have happened to you, I tell them, to be honest, I don't know any other way to be. I was mad at God growing up, but I guess we would fight, we'd make up, we'd break up, we'd come back and we find ourselves again. And, and, and I know that God really loves you. I mean, I look at your life and, and we, we are friends and we talk about like very personal things. Mm. And we, we, you, we know the miracles that God has done in our lives mm. and, and so many things that he's already doing. But mm. are there times where you're just like, God, are you really in this? Are you really the captain of this ship? Because mm. sometimes we are faced with some difficulties. Hmm. We are like, huh. Tell me about it. Prayer. Like, you breathe. The nice way I've called you to cry. You have called me to cry. <laughs> See what I mean? That's our life like this. And like, I don't spend like, do we, are we thinking about God or we just want a way out? Are we ready to take any other option that we have? This year has been one of those very interesting years. Hmm. You know, this year was one of the biggest years I've had. And was also one of the most fantastic year for you, my friend. Thank you. It was also one of the most heaviest year that I've had. This year was pruning, a lot of separating the removing, separation, yeah, um, loss, true, and just dealing with what she said. You know, there are times where you remember that yeah, I feel like God loves me. We're cool. Like he's looking out for me. And there are times that I'm like, I, I don't understand you. I don't get it. Like, you know, what is the lesson in here? Why do we, why is the life of a believer so troubled? Mm. It's almost like all believers are, are winning. When you think about it. No, I, sometimes. Because the life of a, of a believer is tough. It is. You think that once you meet Christ, and it's so funny how when you first come into the fold, he's nice to you. It's like when you're a baby. <laughs> I don't think he's nice to you when you come into the fold. Every first prayer you, you make, he go answer. Awesome. And it's just to tell you that, oh, so this is how it is come here. In, come in, come in. Come in, The way you now sit down, it's like, <laughs> Sometimes I would just be like, I'm like, I could just also go so, so, through such things, but also the Bible also says that they would be tribulations and trials. But I'm just like, God, I don't really don't want the tribulations and trials. Just Boy, give me this lifestyle. Dear just Jesus. help me. Mm-hmm. Let me just floss. Like, I'm tired of the tribulations. Yo, and, and I think somebody said that if God shows us, the reason why sometimes we feel like we're in the dark and God does not show us where we're going to or what the future is, is because if He shows us some things we're going to go through, we just probably will not even go on that journey at all. But, why, why does God, he have to be so tough if, though? If you know that you're going to go through a divorce, you would have opted out of that part of your life. 
No, but if he showed me that after the divorce was going to be flourish, I may have gone through it thinking, well, well I'm going to just hold well, it tight. No, 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 let me, let me tell you what I think. <laughs> well, let, me tell, let me tell you what I think. I think the pain of a divorce, you yes. have probably not wanted it at all to care. I didn't see it Because of where you were at the time. I did not see it coming. I was, in fact, I remember cutting my 30th birthday cake in my husband's house. My family was there. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, Yo, bitches, I'm 30, <laughs> married, blossoming career. Mm-hmm. Everything is going great right now. I remember yeah. that night. And my sister saying, what do you mean? Look at you. You're feeling yourself. I was like, honey, I got married before 30. You know, yeah. so put, put some respect on oh, my name. And yeah. guess what? My career is thriving. Mm. I have a, 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 a lovely home, an amazing dog. I'm doing all these events. <laughs> so everything was great. Everything was popping. You then, know what I mean? Yeah, 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 and then yeah, that happened. Did that affect how? What part of your life most did that affect? Everything, everything. Um, I felt like I'd lost parents at eight. Yeah, who would have told me that? Thirty-one. You lost us, but I'll be going through a divorce because it is like a loss. Yeah. It is like the death of yeah. someone. You know, but then you said something in this when before you asked me that question that mm-hmm. I find very interesting about if God shows us certain things, would we go on the journey? Mm. I found out that I don't know, for some reason, the story of Joseph has been chasing me around. Mm. It's wild. Like all my Bible plans have been about. I think you have Deborah in the building. If I think I'm joking. <laughs> Let's go there, Dickness. It's, it's weird how Every sermon, Pastor Paul, mm. that he preached about Joseph, mm. you know, I was watching T.D. Jakes, Joseph, everything I've been listening to has been about mm. Joseph. And I've listened and learned. It's so weird that when we hear Bible stories, mm. you know, even when you're an unbeliever, you just hear somebody at 88, God appeared, they're mm. going to have a child, then it didn't happen. Then finally, God opened up. It sounds like news and Bible stories can look very fabricated. You know, you hear the story of this boy who was sold into slavery by his brothers. Yeah. It's like, wow, the brothers must be really bad. But do we ever even imagine his mental state at the point where he, he was... went from a house where his father gave him the coat of many colors, comfortable. His father favored his mother the most. His father loved him and his brother, Benjamin, the most because they came from Rachel. And this is... A guy who just always had these dreams of his siblings bowing down to him. Life was rosy for Joseph up until the point where they were going to kill him. But someone said, let's just sell him to slavery. Mm. So imagine you coming from a home where there's gold, silver. You are literally going to even check on your brother. So you now come to be a steward in Potiphar's house. Do you know what that would even do to you? Sometimes we don't mentally? think about these stories deeply. We don't. We don't. Do you know what I mean? Just read and see the over- just read he overcame. And just think, oh yeah, so he went. And because, as you said, we know the end even at the beginning of the story. It comforts us to almost think it must not have been that bad. Bad. So back to your question, while it was happening to me, you know, in hindsight now, I can look back and be like, that needed to happen Mm. for me to get to where I am. But while I was going through it, there was no ray of sunshine. Babala herself, no fit tell me, say, you go survive this thing. There were nights where I would cradle the toilet seat till it's 6 a.m. in the morning and fall asleep beside the toilet with my father's pictures. There were times where the devil would just be like, just drink this debt or you can never come back from this. Like, what's doing you? People are just going to just, you know, just drink it like, you know. Yeah, let's pause. And I don't don't know if you want to talk about it on this place, on this platform. We can cut it out if you don't want it. But we have had conversations about the times where you were suicidal. Yes. And it was so interesting that we didn't know 
all your friends you have been talking I spoke to you some days before yeah. I probably spoke to you that same day yeah. I spoke to Akwe yeah. some some hours before that yeah. event yeah. and you had, so when you called me you said you were suicidal mm-hmm. and that you were standing at the red on the red carpet I remember you were glamorous but you just felt so empty I remember the song that was even playing and that you know it was Whiskey's Ojoelepa and I was dancing, you do and everybody in there did not know that you're going to take a life. A voice was saying, "Just go home and pop it." You know, that's it. You know, and I just thought, okay, let me just have fun. And I get home. I'm just going to end my life. It was that bad, and yeah. And this is the same year that you have had all the yeah. great opportunities. Yeah. Everything has worked out for you. Yeah. How were you feeling at that time? Because you also gave me an okay. We'll get to the analogy later. But mm-hmm. how were you feeling at that at that time? I mean, it, it was one of those things that I didn't know why I was feeling a lot of emptiness mm. because on the outside everything is going I'm right fabulous I'm making money you have amazing friends mm. but I just felt empty you know I just felt like just leave when the praise is the loudest when the applause is the loudest just bow is it for fear of not knowing what the future will call he wasn't even thinking that much it was just feeling like uh, you know Life hasn't gotten this good. It's now gotten this good. Don't wait for it to turn again. Just, it's okay. You know, like you've done it all. You've built a brand from the scratch. You've inspired many people to start on their journey. Mm. You can bow out now. Like just, you know, you yeah. know, you man shine shoe in heaven. Just go and just be shining the masters. Were you thinking that you probably didn't have things to live for? I don't think it was. I, there's so many things that you have to live for, but it was just a mindset that I didn't know. And, and again, it's one of those things that I tell people now. When the devil knows that he cannot steal your destiny, he attacks your mind. your mind. Because once he attacks your mind, I mean, if he attacks my finances, maybe okay, I'll be down a bit. Mm. I go hustle small money if he come back. Mm. If he attacks your marriage, okay, if you find another man, you go mm. marry. If he attacks, you know, your, your health, health you maybe can you can feel better one day, you can yeah. break and pass. But if he seizes your mind, that's the that's, seat of that everything. That is the seat of everything. That's why you can see somebody who is dressed in a $20,000 dress. You find out that we hear of famous designers who pop themselves. And yes. we sit back and think, how can this person kill yes. themselves when yes. everything is yes. going for them? Like, yes. if I can only just have kids paid some money or have an apartment, why would she kill herself? Like, what was making her kill herself? Do you think it, it comes from a place of ingratitude? Because lately, I have been in dealing with a lot of anxiety and I told mm. you, right? Mm. And I called you some days ago and I told you that I think the reason why I've been dealing with this much anxiety is because I'm in a space of ingratitude or a place of ingratitude. Mm. Not because I'm not thankful for what God has done, but I think I for, I'm forgetting the things that he has done because mm. I'm looking forward to the next thing. Mm. Right? So I think I'm in a loop. So mm. every time I get a new win, I'm just like, okay, done. Mm. What's next? Mm. What's next? Mm. So I'm constantly anxious about the next phase, next step, just because I don't even take time to pause and say, God, look at where you brought me from. Mm. So what I'm doing lately is just saying, you know what? Thank you, Jesus. Mm. I think it takes a lot of courage and even prayer to get mm. to where you're, where you're going because we work in an industry where you're only as good as your last exactly. job. And you find out that sometimes even when you do something, I interviewed Non-Claire on my new TV show yeah. and she inspired By the way, your show is doing amazing. I love you so much. It's on Thank Honey TV. Much. Yes. Honey Channel on DSTV. Yes, it is. Guys. Um, it's the first, you know, Pan-African talk show, global talk show. Doing so well And together. I spoke to Non-Claire and she said the same thing that before she had the meltdown, she had been on this circle where she does something and people would ask her in interviews, 
what next? Where do you see yourself yes. next? And she's like, why are you asking me that question? I just did this. Can I breathe? You know, can I just enjoy this moment where I have done this? So it's a dangerous mindset where yeah. I don't see it as ingratitude. I just see it as the rat race that I always talk about where we're always running, 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 running running. I'm very much like you. I don't sit back and count my wins. I'm not yeah. someone I'll sit down and pat my back and say, oh, you did this, yeah. you did this. Even when people tell me, oh, you know, you're the ones that, the part of people that put a face to radio stations mm-hmm. in Nigeria, I'm like, oh, I, I don't take account of what yeah. happens because you're busy hustling to the next. What is dangerous about that and for those who are listening to us right now is one of the things, the journeys I went through this year as well. If God takes away everything, who are you? Thank you? A lot of us do not know who we are because the career is who we think we are. Thank you. The husband is who you think you are. The kids is who you think you are. The accomplishments. And finding yeah. you outside of all of that is a painful journey. It's a, my sister kept telling me, she was the only one I was talking to when I was suicidal. And she kept saying to me that you are transitioning to something else. I mm. can see it. You can't. It's painful. You That's a painful I mean? process. It's, okay. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not going to happen overnight yeah. a lot of the and it's so weird how when i was in la i met with a spiritual yeah. cleanser i've never done it before Shout those guys that read, that read the cards and everything yes i mean, yeah. I, mean I went to nomzamu invited me to something and from there <laughs> we're like some girl talked about how she broke up with her boyfriend and mm. met this spiritual cleanser or leader and the girl they even talked about they had better power so the girl saw nomzamu and i on this clear spiritual something. Yeah. So we looked at ourselves and said, ah, should we go? I said, okay, no Like those gypsy women that have long hair. No and... gypsy. Funny enough, this was like, she looked very normal. I mean, she had a lot of piercings, but she looked normal. Yeah. But she was one of those tarots, all those. And I thought, mm. ah, me, I'm a Christian. No, you know, I, I was still like, should I go? Should I not go? But I just thought, you know what? Curiosity. Let me just go. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to also checking out because I didn't want to seem like a pussy. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> yes, go. You know, we had, we picked different slots. Mine was before Zamos. Mm. So I entered this lady's apartment and funny enough, when she was reading the card, she said those words to me. She said to me, there was a card of death she brought up. And when I saw it, ah, I don't fear. Say, <laughs> Who won't die? Is this my time? <laughs> is this my time? And she said, um, the old you is dying. Your transition. That was the first person that said it to me. The old you is dying. Things that you used to find mm. comfort in is leaving. And there's a new you that is being born. And the process of it. Now, Please just not even go on this spiritual card reading this. That I'm not saying go and meet somebody that will read your card. Right? I just did this as far one of those yeah. things that you're like. And then funny enough, it was the weirdest experience because she knew I was Christian. Mm. I walked into her door. You know the first thing she said to me? You're very weary of being here because you're a child of God. And she says to me, the difference is religion has taught you that God is in the temple and God is in religion. Uh, yeah. God is, but God is everywhere. He's in the car. He's in the. He is actually. He's in the air. He's right here with us. Yeah. So that made me relax. But see, don't tell you my history. <laughs> I want to scabash in front of you and say, I beg God. Say, what's in the apple, you know, madam? I know you don't tell me, say, bring your palm. I don't want to read my palm. Mm. I just want to make you just tell me, I don't want to hear all those things, but I don't believe in it. But she kept telling me how she also believes in God and she thinks that, you know, I can tell that you're fighting it as you're here, your spirit is. Because I was just like, oh, oh boy. This is not how my parents brought me yeah, up. So, me and you, mm. you know, scabash, die by fire. I don't know this, uh, read my palm or whatever, but it was an experience. Would mm. I do it again? Probably not. But I think I should try it. I think you should. Yeah. It was fun. Funny enough, I now met Zamo downstairs. By the time I came, I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> what did she tell you? She told me everything. It's about so your life. Weird. It, it's not like she told me about my life or my future. 
But she was saying things that, she was saying things that this woman has never met me before. She was saying things that I was thinking. So it wasn't a journey of this was but what you have you are a star with 4.7 million followers. Maybe she has to hold you. Say, I mean, <laughs> you're a client. You're a paid client. She will do the work. Think about it. Possibly. That one said, but she told you the things that you wanted to hear, right? No, the things that I was thinking about. She spoke to me about oh. my boundary issues. She spoke to me about things. It wasn't a, a future. It was going to happen to you. Boundary future. issues. Yes. I didn't know. I didn't know how to set boundaries. For a long time, she felt like, oh, because she said something to me that was so apt. She's like, you, you, because you feel so grateful to be where you are, sometimes you don't believe that you deserve mm-hmm. to be where you are. So you, walk, so you walk into a room sometimes and you don't own it because you're tr- trying to Ooh, overcompensate. Friend. And I was like, do you, not, do you know me? <laughs> like, do you know me? Who told you about me? You know, but she said that and she was right. I think so the problem with every entertainer. I think there's some sort of level of imposter syndrome that we yes, have. Yes, I have a huge My home is as syndrome. big as this room. Yeah, I do. But guess what? When I come out, I project false confidence. Mm. But I usually say if you... If you fake your confidence, you can I eventually become confident. Because I, I'm, it, I'm getting yeah. confident. This I don't think it's because I'm faking it. Mm. I think because I'm, I'm coming more aware of myself and who mm. I really am. Right. I think self acceptance is mm. one of the things that people don't even know about. So powerful. Accepting yourself is yeah. one of. I've also been on that journey. I wouldn't say I'm not confident. I wasn't always confident. You know, I've dealt with a lot of insecurity yeah. issues. Um, you know, stemming from different things, traumas that you didn't even know were called yeah. traumas. It's the woke generation that are telling us that this is what it is. Those days, God will bless generation too. Okay, I think so. We are young people who are dealing with our BS, mm-hmm. breaking our cycles, traumas, breaking cycles, generational curses. I swear, yeah, financial curses too. I agree. Yeah, I agree with the financial one because people are now doing one, two, three. Women are even yeah. the most interesting ones in this category because I've never seen women. This independence, mm-hmm. this assertive, like it's just a beautiful time I think for so young too. people. I definitely this generation. Agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, so again, before therapy was something that people shied away from. Yeah. But now people are boldly, you know, embracing therapy because we realize that everyone has something they're trying to deal with. Something, you know, it could be something that happened in your childhood. It could be a bit of, you know, rejection, whatever. And you don't even realize how much these things affect you when you become an adult. So mm. That's why I'm going to do therapy. Mm. I, I think it's it. the most beautiful thing ever. I mean, I when it. I went to therapy, I wasn't also a believer. I remember the first person I ever took me to therapy was my ex-husband. I remember, wow. Oh, were you asking mad in the house? No, it, this was even before we got married. He just always knew that there was something, there was something yeah. that I think he, he wanted me to do with the loss of, of my parents. Right. And when he took me there and the woman was talking, I just thought, what am I doing here? Why would I talk to a stranger? I beg. I was. Was it so because you didn't think that the loss of your parents had anything to do with how you were, how your life was turning out? I like, didn't even it know. It had an influence in. You, I didn't know. Your I didn't choices. Know that, that or... I didn't know until my divorce happened, and even a year after my divorce, I focused on work because I needed to. I wasn't going to be divorced and broke. It's two diseases that you don't want to have. Mm-mm. So for me, it's like, well, this has crashed, but. Oh boy, I need to. Sorry, being divorced is, is this still a disease these days? Like before, people used to say, oh, I mean, back then, it's yeah, definitely okay. not a disease. I mean, I, when I say two diseases, not disease, I mean, like, like, I mean, like do people really don't... still say, oh, she's a divorcee? There is a stigma. The people still, people, especially women, still bear that stigma. And that's why a lot of women stay in situations that are, are not serving them um, any purpose because some of them do not want to bear the stigma of being a, a divorced person or just the shame that comes with feeling 
it's a, it's divorce is a different topic for for an entire different. Okay, thing. so we'll bring you for another. <laughs> <laughs> because people don't really talk about the process yeah. of going through a divorce. Yeah. It's like literally the seven stages of grief that people go through. It's a lot. You go through periods where you feel like a failure, regardless. Even if you feel like you deserve better and that relationship was bad, there are moments that you feel like, wow. You so feel I that really this... couldn't hack this thing. There are moments that you think, am I doing the right thing? There are moments that you feel like, ah, you know, devil, you know. Do you think the weight is heavier on women? Because I don't think men have the same feeling of feeling like they, I think they men feel do. that they're married. I think men do. Really? I think men do. That's why a lot of them would say, tell you things like, if I ever get divorced, I don't want to get married again. A lot of men would say, I don't want to, I'm not going to do it again if I ever go Because that's how men divorce. deal with their own I guess we're wired issues, I think. I think men also go through the feelings of failure once they feel like this didn't work, you know, especially where their kids involved. It's a different experience whatsoever because then you have to deal with your trauma, deal with the children's trauma because like it or not, you know, there are going to now be conversations where there are two homes, why you have to move on, why, and being civil in a situation where I don't have any kids, thank God, but I know people who are dealing with having to deal with either their baby daddies mm. or their baby mamas. And it's like, God, thank you. I, I just don't want to be one of those people who have to deal with somebody for the rest of my life yeah. because we share a child. Actually, no judgment for that. those people yeah. who are dealing with it. Some people are coping excellently. Some people have the best mm. relationships. But mm. when you sit with people who are going through it, it can be tough. Mm. It can be really tough. I mean, you. I think that after your divorce, you had some points where you went through your own season. Yeah. And you came out, it's just for like you went through the fire and you, mm. you came out even brighter and better. Mm. Like, what was it? I, I won't say the divorce made you push this hard, but like, mm. it just felt like as if a weight was taken off you and you were ready to go into the world and just be talking about things. I think that's who I've always been, though. I think I've always been, I've always pushed. Did the I've hurt always... spoil you to do more? I wouldn't say it hurts spoiled me to do more. I think the land that life dealt me. I didn't have time to feel sorry for myself mm. because I did not have a mansion or 10 billion mm. or a castle that my parents had that they would say, the marriage team will come back home mm. with servants that clean up. No, the first apartment I moved into, this room is bigger than it. My bedroom, you could open the door and hit my bed. My <gasps> dog was depressed. Shout out to <laughs> who saved my dog during a period. Those fancy dogs. She went from having so much room being in this amazing house yeah. to now living in a one bed. I lived in a so one bed. you had to move out and be in I a... left. So I had to move out and rent. I remember where I was when my cook was the one looking for places for me. I was in Miami, heartbroken, tired, didn't want to get out of bed. And I wake up with Edward with messages, ma, they don't show me this one. Ma, should we take this one? And again, I just kept thinking, wow, you know, and God has a funny way. I remember in the marriage when I knew that my marriage wasn't working. There were times when our people feel like, I can't leave because where would I start from? Where would I start from? After all, ah, just stay, just stay, just stay. But God has an amazing way. It's like what Oprah says, when God is trying to catch your attention, he first sends you tiny rocks. And if you, if you tiny pebbles, rather, you ignore mm. them, you ignore that tiny rocks, you ignore that the whole house will come on top of your head. But he's so merciful that at the time when my divorce happened, I couldn't say, I'm staying because I don't have anywhere to go. Mm. I had money. It was amazing how doors were opening. Amazing. Do you understand? I did this Durex campaign that year that if I tell you that I was in Miami and I was earning money every two weeks from videos from 
from duets that I had done. Wow. Um, you know, I'd, I'd saved, I had saved, I had money. So getting an apartment... It wasn't I, an issue. All, my cook was the one I was even going to check the apartment. Mm. When I just saw one, I said, okay, let's one bed. Okay, let's just be paid. You supervise the painting, the plumbing, everything, and moved all my things in there because I couldn't, there were times when I couldn't get out of bed and Edward would literally pick me up and say, ma. Edward is amazing, by the way. You have to eat. Ma, this thing where you know, go die. Ma, like, yeah, yeah, you know. So God was merciful that I didn't now say, I'm going to make this work or stay here by force because mm. I don't have where to go. It's like, well, girl, you got money, move. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Move and stuff. But when you started blossoming, right, did it, did, it, did it make you closer to God? Because did you see yourself getting to this point where you are now? Because I feel like sometimes it feels like a movie because your life is a very interesting story. It's very interesting. You went from being a divorcee to writing your own book yeah. to becoming a leading radio presenter and online I wasn't really leading radio yeah, presenter. You know, you went from, if you view on Are you trying to say my divorce made me? No, friend. No, I would never say. Is that what you're I trying never to say? say? I just feel like, I just feel like there's some. A lot more people got to know about me because it was a scandal. Right. So and I was trolled. I remember the white walker. It was amusement for a lot of Nigerians. Yeah. And, you know, people in diaspora. The way that it happened, hmm. the way it, the news broke out to the press, it was the all hell was let loose. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, people talked about it for a while. And at that time, I was still working. People didn't understand. I remember Ben Bruce saying to me, shout out to Uncle Ben. Um, Jerry just called me to stop and says, I cannot deny that people are not talking about your work and it bothers me. Take some time off. Because the morning after it happened that people found out on, on via the press, I was on the radio. I went to work. But, but, but okay, what's so big about divorce that that they had to make it about you and the woman who could not keep her home and this and that why are Nigerians like this I think it's the I don't know I don't know I was I would because, be in cars and I would be listening to radio stations and they're talking about my marriage she everywhere you go MTN how will she divorce she was not ready for the marriage <laughs> you see at every event which man will stay there that was this true love he went back to his true love Doctor tried to use fame to snatch him that was the person he really loved they will now dig in pictures of them this the that this the that see how she's a plain looking girl Doctor slay mama this is why he left the world he left the over bleached over did something for this precious looking something beauty oh my lord my head almost exploded okay. Hold on. You know that me and you, if they cost me small and they cry, call me, you see, they've insulted me again <laughs> on the blogs. But you had to go through years of this yeah. bullying and trolling. Yeah. I always I always ask you to care. Because if I don't think anybody's as trolled as you in this country. <laughs> I don't think anybody, but just still here, tough and thriving. How and why? It's, is this something that that is in your heart, that is not in our hearts. No, I think... Because I'm confused. When I tell people, and I'm not... I say this honestly, and this is with... This is said with the most... What's the word? I'm not even trying to act tough or whatever. But there's nothing that can be more painful than watching the two most important people to you in your life being laid down to rest as you watch their coffin going down. Once that happens to you at a tender age of eight, you realize that not much can move you. 
I've watched my life change overnight. Security, poof, everything I thought I knew, this, you know. So tell me, why am I going to be bothered? I personally say, the platform that even used to cost me is free. You're not spending money to be there. Mm. Because if they start charging money, the users would reduce mm. by half. So I just always did not think it was about me. You must be dealing with something more severe. Mm. And you must be in so much pain to get to the point where you are that triggered or bothered to leave an insulting or demeaning comment about somebody else. If your life is full, and I mean full, not just faking it full, your plate is full, your problems are enough for you, trust me, you will let people leave. That's always been my MO. As long as you're not trying to hurt anyone mm-hmm. and you can go to bed very well at night and feel like when the trumpets will sound right now, you can stand before Baba God and defend your actions. Mm. Who am I to have an opinion about that? At the end of the day, my own, you don't reach me. By the time I think about my career, think about how I want to move, think about finances, I don't have this energy. I've never for the life of me understood people who even open fake accounts. I don't get it. It's crazy. I think I'm so clumsy that I'll mistake Yes. So it, I don't even... That's the reason why I don't even have a fake account. Because I'm like, why, what if I can't say what I want to say with my full chest? Maybe I shouldn't be saying it at all. Actually. But also, I also wonder where people's mindsets are when you actually type a hateful comment. It's like when Chigel came and said, sometimes they troll her just to get her attention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's crazy. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, no, but let me tell you what it is. It's also, again, with famous people, and I say this to all my famous friends as well, it shows you how the creators of social media knew the monster they were trying to feed once they created social media. It's a great place. It's launch careers, good for business, but also it's a, it has its own, it has its own demons mm. in the sense that the need for validation is Ooh. one thing. Oh, yeah. Now you can have 900, you're great, you're amazing, you're cool. You don't even remember the names that are yeah. dropping it. You don't even read. You just read the comment and you scrub. But that one that says, why is your skin so scaly? You are so ugly. Mm. You will know the name of the accounts. You, you, have look, you go to the accounts and look at their lives. So does that not say much about, forget people that are writing those hateful comments. Why are we taking notice of that one? Because for every hateful comment you let leave rent free in your head, there's 500 others who are cheering you on. Yeah. Well, you, if they ask you tomorrow at 2 a.m., who was the person that said to you, you go girl, you're killing it. You don't even remember. You don't even check their profile. You yeah. take that for granted because you're looking for the things about you that are because naturally, that's how you feel about yourself. Yes, and you're looking for those things that trigger those things you already feel. Or so when you see it, how you feel about yourself. When you see it, wow. you now spend so much time puffing and huffing and thinking, how can this person say, let me block, let me respond, let me do this. There's 900 other people who are like, Tay, you're amazing. I love you. They, you. You inspire me. If they asked you, was that person I told you you inspired? Do you remember? I remember all the trolls. You remember all the trolls? So they are looking for that attention because if they are like the other 900 people, you wouldn't remember them. So sometimes it's not that deep. And that's why I tell people, I don't think anybody at home at 11.55 p.m. is really obsessed about Tokemakiwa. I don't think so. You have your own problems of NEPA. Generator don't off lights. You have your own problem with how you Actual can charge problems. your phone. How you and that's what you told me to that work. helps, really helps so me. You can't, so it's, it's that spur of the moment thing. Ask that person that abused you. Three hours, they don't even remember they, they cost you. Today I cost him. It's a, they laugh at their face. That's an actual thing. They don't remember. They don't remember. So wow. why do we spend so long 
obsessed about the people who bring out those negative or not so cool parts of us. And we ignore those people who spend time watching, listening, following your journey. Mm. You don't even pay them any attention and you're not paying them to do that. They're doing that because they're truly inspired. Then somebody who does not even listen to your podcast just wants to get your attention one afternoon. Mm. Will just come and just say, see your head, Demisa, mm. and you will not be upset about it. You have to learn to take the good and the bad. I think also we have to get to the point where we actually love ourselves and we, I don't think we, it's lack of less of love. I think some of us so, so, so some of us are moving around this place, are be moving around life insecure with our own baggage. So anything that triggers it causes us to feel a certain type of way. To be fair, <laughs> most of the insults that I've gotten from Instagram is because I actually felt that way. That's why I was triggered. Mm. I won't say I felt that way because when I mean people talking about how my they've said the worst things to me, so I didn't feel th- I wouldn't say yeah. that I felt that way at that time. I would say that I believe that it was attention. And I think that it was all love. I don't think that there's someone out there who hates me so much. And even if you hate me, what are you going to do with it? But that's a good way to look at it. That's a, that's a, I think that's what's also helped me. Just not Yeah, I feel like the time that I came to you and you told me that, you know what, at the end of the day, Timmy, and these people, when push comes to shove, they're not trying to bring you I've down. I've seen someone who said, I hate talking about Kimwa, but running to me, of course, we remember the trolls. Ran into me at Rhapsody, I'll never forget, with a phone. Hey, can I take a video? Can I take a picture? And I thought, this person looks familiar. Hmm. Hmm. Even hosting the buzz this year, there were certain you told me. Twitter influencers and hmm. people that have just said nasty things about me. And my point is, when they now call you to say, come on, Toka Makimashu as a guest, you wore clothes, you wore shoes. <laughs> So it's come on this show of this mad woman. Of this mad woman that you don't yeah. like. That just lets you know that it's not that deep. Everybody just wants their five minutes of fame. And if you can get it by trolling me, go ahead, enjoy. In 10 minutes, you're still not famous. Nobody gives a shit about you. Nobody's going to remember that. Imagine dating somebody, you go on a date and you find that person one of those that trolls celebrities on that. Ouch. Like it's so, it's like, like yeah. when you look at their profile, I'm like, why? Like sometimes I actually go and follow some people because of their comments on the blogs. Sometimes you just realize how how people actually think. You yeah. just follow them and you think that they're normal people. Yeah. Then when you go on the blogs and you see what they're saying, I'm just like, ha, bros, you too. Yeah. I go on. I was so thorough at some point when I see people because I you know with the algorithm, sometimes when people like a certain post, it comes on your yeah. feed. So when you see one of those blogs and you see liked by this, 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 this I used to look at them with side mm. that I know like. Why are you out there? Why are you commenting like, on this blog? Commenting on this gossip blog. Like, why? Are your colleagues are there? Or? The ones that comment to their full chest, I'm like, wow, gee, you got time on your hands. There's some people that say some things that, you know, they were here before in my eyes, right? I placed them probably here. I'm just like, Jesus yeah. Christ. I have a community of followers that love and respect my work, mm, right? That's amazing. So I really don't see the need to chase clout. Mm. Because, I don't think it's even a cloud thing. I just think that people sometimes just feel like, I think this and I'm just going to say it. I don't think it's for cloud. I really don't think it's for cloud because, okay, even when they put it out there, it's not like the person or you're still working in this industry or you're planning to come and shoot a movie. Mm. So you're not, you're not, I think they just feel like this is how I feel and mm. this is how I'm going to say it. And it, which is all right. It's just, just that, that mm. I don't think that life revolves around us giving our opinions all the time. I've come to a place in my life where if you're truly genuinely busy, you really don't have time for what people are doing. Because exactly. at the end of the day, it, it's as long as, as I said, 
are they killing you? Are they mm. affected? No. If somebody has decided to do anything they want to do to themselves, you can have feelings about it. But to now be like, outrightly, like on every post, oh, it's, it's just a bit much. I just think that sometimes it's just unnecessary. But I mean, somebody else is going to listen to this and think maybe what I said is also unnecessary. So, well, 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 yeah, that's fair. Let's talk about the men. Okay, well. The men them. Because, <laughs> friend, you don't say they hurt. So, you, you come in here, you hurt like 10 people. Thank you. Friend, how are the men folks? Honestly. The male gender. The Because you are, you are like, I was like, nigga, nigga, nigga here, nigga here, right? How are they? I, I, that's a very good question. Yes, friend. The male, tell me. Male niggas, how are you? How are you guys? I don't know. I honestly do not know how to stop. I swear. For like, the sake of this show. Dating has just become very interesting. I know in that part. Um, and it's just nerve-wracking. You know? Yeah. It's just a lot of... Um, wow. It's a lot. When you think about people who are not dating mm. right now, maybe because they've dated and finally found their one person mm. or whatever. They're, I feel like they're the luckiest people in the world. Yeah, because these days, I'm on like, the streets. everybody's just like, I don't think people value genuine people yeah. anymore. Everyone's just in it for what they can get. Yeah. And we now use people instead of things. We find people who are walking around with feelings for people that they would never air because of ego, because of, you know, it's just like, it's not as fun as it used to be. Mm. People are not even getting into, like, we're not getting to know ourselves. It's very surface. It's very, very the timelines of these relationships no, are like, like. I saw that thing on TikTok where it's like, normal people, boy meets your maybe mm. dating, mm. engagement, marriage. And this person was now doing my own is, from meeting stage to mm. dating, she keeps going back and forth. Back. It never goes from meeting stage to dating. I, have you seen that meme where they said, um, I'm tired of people getting to know me. I'm tired of talking face. Because that's where a lot of people just stop. That's where I am right now. I am exhausted. But I don't want to get to meet anyone. These days when you people say walk that? up to me, I'll be like, hey, can I have your number? I just always, I, I promise you, I tell them. But how are we to plan this big wedding if you don't meet anyone? Timothy, I don't know how God is going to do it because I'm honest with you. I'm at this place in my life where the process of boy meets girl, let's start chatting, mm. telling each other what we think we want to hear. It's so exhausting. He's so excited. Mm-hmm. I don't want to meet one more person. I don't want to have to get to know one more person. I'm done. These days, you think that, and I, I feel sorry for a lot of people who talk to me this because they probably just think she's not that interested. It's not that. The girl is just tired. Mm-hmm. She's just, if I have to deal with my Maybe life she itself. It's like a, a, a flyer or something. Just this is what you want. Say, bros, as you're coming, this is how you're going to behave. This is what I want. I want Maybe to marry. I want this. Because, because you have to say it. You have to say what you want. Because the process of just getting to know people. And I'm, I know I'm not the only one who feels this. Way. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. And I was like, does it happen to you that it's such a turn up for me? Like if I go out and someone and I have a good conversation, I was just mm. getting, you know, into the swing of talking and just enjoying our own company. The moment I hear, can I call you sometime? I just feel like, no, nigga, don't do this. I know how this is going Born to be. from yeah. club, you the entire dance I know, now. because everybody pretends. True. In the first couple of meeting points, I'm talking mm. to your PA. You're talking to my PA. You're talking to somebody who is giving, that's the, your PA gives you the best. It's like a rehearse. Oh, I enjoy this. Oh, I like mm. doing that. Oh, I love traveling. Oh, I do that. No, you don't. That's not who you are. Yeah. And then when you now get comfortable, they you're take you for too. granted. Why do people project the parts of themselves that they're not? When they're I don't know why. I think everybody does at, it. at the beginning. I think everybody does this. When you want that person to really think that 
oh, I just met this amazing person. So you only put out the amazing things about you. I usually like, when I meet people for the first time, I usually like to put out all parts of myself because I will not be happy. Timothy, I'm not going to meet somebody in the first two weeks and just let the person know how toxic you are. Oh, you, if don't, you, are toxic. you don't know me then, too, okay? Maybe that's why I'm still single. <laughs> As you are arriving, I'm sure you are really am. Are you going to deal with it or not? Yeah, let's but has, has that worked? Friend, I'm blessed I'm going to pretend now because you, <laughs> be, you don't like the realness. No, but I'll tell you what I find really interesting. This is the first time I'm actually saying this publicly. Mm. People will say things like, men don't like famous women. Men shy away from famous women. It's not even men, no? I generally. I find oh. that completely false. In my case, what I think happens is men fall in love the idea. with the idea of who they think I am. It's a, I meet guys who legit be like, let's have dinner in London and breakfast in Paris. Yes. I meet guys who legit be like, you, my friend. you know, hey, I just met you. You're not even asking them. Just like, oh, how's your day going? Oh, I'm just, in the oh, so I don't want to insult you, but do you mind telling me your account details? I'm not trying to insult you. And then you meet people who just off the back of meeting you, hey, I just, you know, I thought about you. You get home, table full of flowers, ba- bags, shoes, diamonds. They do all that shit. The moment they realize that that's hold not up. who I am. Friend, hold up. Are you saying that you meet some of these men just off of meeting them, right? Just because you're talking Makinwa? Yeah. They just want to spoil you. Yes. But when it comes to the real matter of the relationship. I think they, they just like the idea of this girl who is on the gram, this girl with this fabulous career who is on TV. So they just want to do everything. Do you know what I mean? They like this. It's like you're a trophy. Yes. It's like they want to be able to yeah. say to their guys, like, you know that babe, like, that's I'm, my I'm babe. Dating her. That's who I'm chatting yeah. with. That's this, that's that, that's that. And then the moment they get to realize that Toka is really not. As... When a guy tells me, when a guy tells me, oh my God, you're so different from what people say about you. You're so down to earth. Oh my God, you're this. That's the end of the relationship. That, I'm not lying. That is the end of the relationship. It's okay. Once because... I hear a guy, it's happened not once, not twice, not once they tell me, People don't know you. I had an ex say to me one time, talk people don't know you. They'll like, sit in place, they'll be talking about you. I'll be like, this girl will say, it's just open heavens you'll be reading, just this, just the mm. Bible, this, da, 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 da. The moment the nigga said that, it's like, he now took me for granted. Yeah. It's like I became basic yes. to him. So they like that whole, when you call me, oh, I'm just, you know, getting You're my still nails okay, done. Oh, I'm just, you know, I just want to do this. I, I just want to travel. I want to go see my dentist in England. They're like, oh, can I have your travel agent? Can I pay your ticket? They love that work. The work of, okay. Let's connect. Let's connect, you know. I don't need to go to fancy restaurants every night. I, but look, I, I wish we could switch lives. Because you, you, you are tired of this thing. I want these things, friend. But it, most seriously, look, I really want your life. But you know, you know some of these things. No, but I feel like what I don't know is that be, beneath this glam, you are real. But they don't like that, boo. They, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they like the they, idea of who you like are like this. They like the idea of this glamour. But when they come girl, in and say that you are reading prayer, you are speaking in they tongues. Leave me. Tomorrow you are praying. Tomorrow you're a pastor. Get, they, they you are, you're speaking Yoruba for them. You they want get to eat. Bored. They get bored. I'm a lie. Of father. There's no wig. When you are that wig, you are a normal girl speaking Yoruba and going around they the house. They get bored, friend. They do. Wow. Do you know that I, I promise you, I think it's, it's the price we pay for who we are. Because I feel like once they demystify me, and it happens to me, once they demystify me, 
And I don't blame them. I see how I see Beyonce online and I'm dying for her. Yeah. I imagine if I just saw Beyonce every day, mm. no weed, no never brushed out. with Jay-Z. Just like, you know, she just go to her house and she's just there with Jay-Z. The kids are down before they're yeah, playing. She's like, she doesn't have yeah, time. She's tired. <laughs> 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 At some point, you're like, oh, girl, mm. what's going with you? What is going on with you? Now? Beyonce, now? Try it now, you know? <laughs> so sometimes, I, I, I don't, honestly, it's a problem. I don't know what to do. I tell my pastor, is tired of these conversations because we always like, See, sister T, maybe you shouldn't really be showing them your real self too quickly. Mm. But I'm like, ah, is it not easier for me to show the person so that we know that um, mm. forget it's the grammo and the brand though. That's my business. Toke Makingwa works for the TM brand. Yeah. I am a girl who works for what I built. Yeah. I'm an employee. Do you understand? Mm. In this establishment, this is not who I am. I don't wake up with diamonds. I don't particularly even fancy so many of these things that people think I do. I don't, I don't even enjoy shopping. I get people to do that for me because I don't like to do it. I don't, you know, when we travel, yes. you know, I'm not the kind of girl. Yeah. I don't, I don't like yeah. to change, You're not change in the stores. rooms. I'm yeah, not no, that yeah. girl. I would rather just find a shop. Look, look, buy this for me and, because of what we do, we put our best foot forward. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. of what we do, we create this whole, you Constant know, to so earn the money yeah. so that when you ask people to pay you this amount of money, they can see that, oh, yeah, she's, she's, she's about this. She's, she's worth about, this. Yeah. She's worth it. So yeah. you do that to build the brand. And then the downside is that people now get to feel too comfortable way too quickly when they realize that, ah, oh, she's, I don't like even turning up. I don't like going out, you know. I don't drink that much. You don't even stay in the club with I us don't. beyond 12 o'clock. Like, your driver's yeah. already calling you I'm out. going home. Look, like, it's so funny that Toka, and you know, Toka is one of the most misunderstood people in the world because half the time she's in that house when she's not working. When we are out and about 12, 11, say, you know, they say, driver, please come and pick me. She's going to leave us and go back home and sleep. I think this is a 30 plus problem. I don't know if it's... Don't be stupid. How do you do a 30 plus It's not a 30 plus. I've always been like that. I think also, you might be right. I think growing up, I've had my days of clubbing Sunday to Sunday. Yeah. I've, I like that I've lived a wholesome life. I have done what I'm supposed to do hmm. when I'm supposed to do it. I'm not going to be 45 or 50 having a midlife crisis because, boy, I don't, I've done it. Dancing on tables. Is it that one going on we've all I've been there done that do you mm. know what I mean so when you are in a phase where you're now saying to yourself I've built myself an amazing life I'm thinking anybody who comes to my life right now should be proud of the fact that this girl built from nothing mm. and this is a queen and somebody who should inspire you because mm. guess what she's a hustler she's a mm. mover she's yeah. making things happen no they just want to know about the part where oh how much is dressed don't worry done paid uh, you know your hair's looking nice this is the day that porcelain doll looking like I'm even sitting in front of you now. I, I didn't even wear any jewelry here. Do you know what I mean? Because some days that's not what I'm about. Yeah. You know, but then when people get to know me, with men especially, they get bored of, maybe I'm actually boring. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe the real me is boring. Let me think. Give me a second. But if you say yes, I'm a tough Wait, 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 wait. It's okay, boring. Because you're not boring, my friend. You are not. I feel like also, the, 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 the problem is that the, has in between Toke Makinwa, the brand, and Omotoke, the daughter, our friend, our sister, is so different. Toke Makinwa is such a huge brand. That's, as you said, like, Toke Makinwa is employing Omotoke. Mm-hmm. The Omotoke we love, we can also, that's why we respect the brand because we see the Omotoke here. Mm. And when it's time to be the Toke Makinwa brand, the switch up is, is crazy. Mm. As it should be. Yeah. So maybe they fall in love with the Tokemakwa brand. 
And that's they don't seem almost, almost okay. So maybe that's why I'm single. I know why I'm single. So I think that's why your real friends fall your real friends are falling in love with almost okay. Mm-hmm. But the public is still messing with the Tokyo The public is okay to mess with yes. me. They don't need to know me that way. It's okay. I don't need the public to know. So I want to get the money in your life to understand your motoke. No, I think the problem is I'm probably meeting the wrong guys. Well, I'm that's, probably that's... meeting the people who are just interested in Tokyo Makima. So where, where are we going to meet the right guys for you? I don't know. I honestly don't know. And I'm also, we have a big problem because I'm also at the point in my life where I'm not interested in meeting anybody. You have to be interested. I'm I will do the big wedding I don't want now. to meet anybody. I have to sell Ashabi your wedding. Okay, if, if you give me a contract of selling Ashabi for your wedding, I will make money. I yeah, will make money because I've already planned it as I'm the one in charge. We're talking every day. It, it's tiring. I don't want to do it anymore. Well, do you, what do you want? They will say if you even go to church these days, no go even see. I don't like church boys. Why all of you saying that? My friend, one church boy tells one of my friends, eh? she almost ran mad. Why are church boys doing this to, to my sisters? No, I, what I believe is that the term church boy is flawed. Church is a laundry house, yeah. For the sick. True. Everybody that is going there is sick. True. So you going out or having a mindset of somebody that you believe is supposed to be a certain type of mm. way because you meet them in church is flawed. But they were like, they were always encouraged us to marry men who believe in, like, encourage women to marry men who are Christians, who are God-fearing. This so whole the Christianity family... thing gives me headache all the time. <laughs> I always say that one of the biggest things that happened, you know, I hated the fact that people had to die from COVID and the sad parts of COVID mm. where people lost family members and people are still dying. But I think that the world needed that shift, not people dying, but a lot of things, other things that happened yeah. as a result of this virus. Lots of mind shifts and mindsets. You yeah. know, religion has always been a problem. God is not in religion. It's a personal relationship. Spirituality is not religion. A lot of people have gotten themselves in trouble with the mindset of marrying somebody who is supposed to be church, Christian, we share the same Mm. faith. You can be, that part of the Bible that says, don't be unequally yoked to an unbeliever. Religion has taught us that that means unbelievers are put that don't believe in Mm your religion. Mm. They don't believe that your religion is one thing. So you sit down, you hear people say things like, oh, we say, you know, Christians are only, only Christians are going to heaven. It's arrogant for you to even say that. Completely <sighs> arrogant because Christianity came when? Christ was not, it, Jesus was not a Christian. He didn't call it Christianity. They were followers of Christ. We labeled it Christianity. Christianity came after Christ was long gone. Jesus knew, which is why he went from, when the Bible says Jesus went from city to city doing good, he knew why he was not at the synagogue telling us to come and meet him. Because these are what buildings made with mere mortar. God is not in a building. You mm. cannot reduce him to that. Do you understand? So you find people who are now falling in love with this whole concept of this church building where they practice whatever religion. Yeah. Either you call it Christianity or Islam or any religion you call it that you say, okay, we are going somewhere to say we're going to worship God or whatever. Mm. All those things are right. Tradition, the Jewish went up to do Pasabat. They are right. They are, they are, they are, they are doctrines. They are different ways mm. of life. But the real spirituality yeah. is an individual thing. True. So that's why you find people who are unbelievers quote-unquote, as they would like to make us believe, mm. who will marry themselves and 50 years after, they're still together. Yeah. You find those that were blessed in the church. Mm. Two years after, they've scattered because mm. it doesn't, it's these things, doctrines are great. They're like laws. The reason why they put laws is so that there will not be any disorder, right? Laws are put there, yeah. but some, sometimes 
there's a bit of blend between doctrine, traditionalism, mm. moral, the things that we learned as moral compasses. I think even Jesus Christ said that he didn't come to um, he, went, he knew why the Sam, old law. he knew why he yeah. didn't go to the synagogue every time he went there they tried to catch him in a lie he would rather enter a boat and say take him to the other side mm. and preach to the multitude they would come out in public and he never asked them what do you practice what do you believe in he just spoke about the gospel yeah, and those who wanted to be you... believers became believers yeah and that's, that's that's very interesting because the pastor that came on pastor the pastor that I told you we should go and yeah. go to his church right he said something that was so profound and and that's something I've been I've been holding on to for a long time. It's like when Jesus is revealed. No, when Jesus is what's the word? It, it means that when the believer mm. accepts Jesus, mm. he begins to work in you. So it's not really about religion anymore. The transformation comes from yeah. knowing and accepting Jesus, and I think that's why a lot of our own doctrines are very flawed here. Mm. It's more about the institution of religion. Religion has caused a lot of wars, problems. I was watching Justin Bieber and um, Chandler Moore. Mm. You know that Jairus song apparently was written by Justin Bieber. I didn't even know wow. they performed it together. And when he finished, he was talking about how a lot of war in the world, a lot of injustice, even done in religious mm. outfits. True. Finding God by yourself is the best thing that can oh, happen no, I, to you because. I, I believe that there's so many doctrines that these days, and I, I thank God for my work with Christ. Mm. There are things that I go to MFM, they know me there. Mm. But yeah, my pastors, I tell them the one that is for me. The one, when they start saying the things that I don't agree with, I tell them to their face that, ah, you see this one that you just said right now, I don't believe that this is what it's meant to be. Yeah. I feel like what is there's going to definitely be a, a shock at the end of the world when we finally meet our creator when yeah. we realize who he so really is so many things is, yeah. so many things that we think mm. that God is hung up on he really even he doesn't even exist in those things those judgments things that we do here imagine there's a woman online who is preaching every day saying don't wear her here mm. I'm watching those things and I'm just she thinking she not have accents do you know they how use many... accents they open doors where they use accents they hustle for this Lagos <laughs> see me or talk here. do you know how many people actually go to those and yes, so. That. yes, so you want to reduce yes. the creator of everything to high heel. Yes, that was man made. Yes, man made the high heel. Yes, it was so wigs and sense. ridiculous things. So, so also, like, I think that a lot of people have not sought out for God for themselves to care. It's the fear of what they might find. Well, that and, and also, religion knows the kind of also are lazy to do the read, like. Christians abroad or white people or foreigners, yeah, they read. We don't read the Bible. Now we see Pastor preach, give us uh, taking the chapter from the, the book of chapter, this, 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 this. That's when people open their Bibles. And the people forget that that same chapter that is being read is going to hit thousands of people differently. Exactly. What you get from what this Jesus wept, what it means to you. It's different from what it means. Some people can even twist. It's and different from what it means that oh, there's lots of twisting. Wriggle the Bible on. and you there's find some some. Ling said something interesting before. when we're filming the last time, and I I spoke to Ling's and he said, very profound. You mm. know, we always keep hearing things like God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God said. Who is taking account for what God is saying now? Who? That's why the Holy Spirit is why there. Why is there only one Elijah? We should have our modern day. We probably do, but we don't even recognize them. Okay. I, I think we do. And I also think that there's so much happening right now that God is saying. I think that's using the Holy Spirit. Also, that's why I feel like people need to have a relationship with God. Okay. It's like the Holy Spirit is, God gave us the Holy Spirit to do the work that's, that he needs to do here mm. whilst he's away and when it's mm. going to come, when it's going to come. And all of us have been so blessed to just, have the Holy Spirit 
talk to us and speak to us. I agree. My thing is, until we begin to have these open conversations and mm. really address the problem of religion, yeah. there will be many more issues that will arise mm. in the world. And people look at, it's not a bad thing to have a religion, practice a religion. It is not a bad thing. That's not what we're saying here. We're saying that so many people are now worshipping religion and not worshipping God. Mm. Doctrines that have been passed down True. for ages that now the new generation, the woke generation, they can't question it. They're so woke that when you tell some of them crazy. things, they look at you and they think, um, that doesn't make sense. Um, that doesn't. But we, in our generation, we just took it hook, line, sink. And because we've believed it for years, that's what we've been running on. We, that's the fear for our lives. You know, sometimes when I speak to some, I'm Gen Z, but you know I was raised by my grandmother. So mm. I don't need to do all this Gen Z thing. Yeah, I think you're on the borderline. Yeah, I'm on the cusp. That's, you know, that's, that, yeah, yeah. It's a very, yeah. So when you speak to some of them, I go say, God, please, I, I bind all this Gen Z knowledge. Because some of them, they talk to you. Mm. You go ask them, why you believe God? Mm. If some Gen Z bring out facts because they're so exposed to information. So what are you telling them? That they, do you understand? I you know I me. Mean, I'm a Christian by faith. I don't really. I don't want to. Dab. My yeah. own Christianity is safe. I see the gram. I don't even belong. I don't like to claim or say yeah. I'm this. I just know that I'm a friend of God. Yeah. I have a relationship with my Creator. Mm -hmm. Whatever that means to you, it's great. But I know that beyond. You know when they say when you learn when they teach you in school and you're not teach yourself again mm. one of the biggest things i did this year a lot was bible plans just reading you did a lot word. of that because i believe that for all those years of going to a church like i go to mm. they teach you the warfare which is good mm. i learned how to pray but for many years that i was praying god didn't know me because i could never i didn't know the word i could scabash i would hear a bird by my window ah Hmm. till 2 a.m. Ah. Wherever, back to center. Let me give back you to center. Let me give you back to center. Die, die. I can say let everything. Give, let me give you a story. When I was in GSS, GBSS1, hmm. I'm sure that bird was stuck on our fence. I think that was just a bad day for that bird. It was around 2 a.m. I should be sleeping at high school the next day. You know, my granny woke up the entire household. I'm sure she's going to see this crying. video. <laughs> and she now she still believes that that bird was a witch. Because I know that <laughs> so that bird was probably stuck and helpless, right? I think it was a bed or a cat. Now, cat. My friend, we, we prayed up, we prayed so that they sleep with this. My friend, he said, Stand up, are you one of them? <laughs> are, you, are you an agent? So we could not even, so if we're sleeping in that prayer session, you have, that's your member. You don't want to cast really them. I'm not seeing some of our members, they're there. Don't look at no one behind them, you know where I'm from. So I had to stand up and be praying. You know, I prayed to like maybe 4 a.m. in the morning. Maybe the cat finally got, got off the hook called. He said, eh. Dave, we have won victory. The other the day, there was a gone. bat I was like, flying what? inside my house and I could see all in their faces. Where did bats come from? I said, will you kill that in there? What do you mean? But when you're confident in Christ, I think there's the understanding of God that you. we have. So it's so different. So when I talk, they feel like I, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just like, I carry Christ. What do yeah. you think this is? I mean, do I, do I believe that there is evil in the world? Yeah, but yes, very I mean, much I'm, a, so. I'm a child of God. But so I feel like a lot of us are living in fear and yeah. not walking by faith. Yeah. A lot of us have now believed, and I was one of them, believed yeah. that you do good, you, you get good. Yeah. You, you, you hear bad. something bad happen to somebody, you now start thinking, ah, maybe person don't offend God. But that's not who God is. That's pretty bad. But that's for so many years. That's I, what I thought it was. No, I still feel like that sometimes. So now when I do some so kind of like, hmm, you see, this is why this thing's happening to you. But that's not who God is. That's so interesting. And I really want a lot of young people to understand the Jesus that I've come to know. Mm. And I keep saying this in every episode that 
how do you all do this thing without God? And it feels like I'm becoming a pastor so quick. But I think everyone is a, everyone, I won't say use the word pastor. Everyone is mm. a priest. Everyone is preaching a message. As a fashion designer, your aesthetics mm. is a message. Yeah. As a makeup, it is mm. everyone has a responsibility to preach. Yeah. So your life is saying something. And it's amazing. And, and I love having conversations like this because I like the young way. Mm. I like the way the young people are worshipping God now. Yes. I'm a huge fan of Chandler Moore. The yeah, amazing, the Maverick. whole uh, Maverick I just, City I just music. Like how they are Elevation like worship, yeah. They're not your conventional, mm. what you... Feel. They're experiencing God, but that's what I what? think about. They are going into the hearts and minds of so many young people. Yes. People will go to a concert. I was at the experience and I, I was there to 5 a.m. Do you understand? Same way you go to a secular concert, you can now go to a concert yes. where you can do that and feel like, okay, you connected your spirit. And I think that that's what... God wants to win souls. Yeah. Jesus knew why he'd never... I always tell people that story of Jesus and the woman by the well. If, for me, oh, I don't know about other people, mm. but I've heard that story so many times to kind of understand the mind of Christ. He went to that well knowing the woman was going to come and draw water. Jesus can never be thirsty. He can command the water to rise up itself and he will drink it. But he waited for that woman's mm. salvation because she was important in the journey and the chronicles of things that were yes. to come after. Yes. And when she came, the way Christ approached her, the woman must have thought that she had found a new toaster. Yes. yes. Because the Bible says she was married five times and the man she was living with was not even her husband. So by the time he's like, one. hi, can you give me a drink? That's pickup line. In her mind, she for don't think, say, and ah, seven is the number of completion. Guy. Jesus was the last person. She don't even know, say, completion happened for him. That woman don't look and say, hmm. this bobo. Say, make I give him drink. And Jesus would have been so sophisticated and sweet. The glory would be on him. Like, this uh, is the man. As he said, she said, he was the man. did not see her response to him. That where I'm from, we don't give, we don't. That's a big, that's a, that's, that's a Lagos girl telling you that. That's a Lagos telling you Are you going to move on this? Yeah. <laughs> and he asked again. I tell you. He said, but do you know that I can give you a drink that once you drink from you, you will never Bust thirst her brain. She wrong. He's like, say, man says, I can I take care of you. Eh? You want to take care of me? Sure. But that was what happened. So you're the well. I think that you're the woman of the world. You know what I mean? Because you're that type of girl. Girl. So I'm like, goes outside and say, why is he talking to me? That's exactly the attitude she gave. He asked her twice for a drink and then she goes, you know that we're not supposed to. That means she don't look and say, he's not from here. I've not seen his type in this town. If I don't see him, if I don't know, she goes, you're a stranger. You I should do. not give you a drink. The man looked at her again and said that, you know, can I have a drink? And then he now said to her, but do you know that I can give you a drink that if you taste it, you will never thirst again. That's the man saying to you that if you listen to me, I will take you to Banana Island. Guess what? Guess what? This you just said, just maybe just have to, I just have to tell you, you have to keep on going on those dates. She had to go through six <sighs> to find the complete man at seven. <sighs> so imagine if, so let's, let's go back because you keep saying that, oh, we don't analyze Bible, Bible, the Bible uh, characters and what they were going through. Imagine what that woman was going through, Tokyo. Having gone men. through six men, she has been labeled as six husbands. an Ashawo, as everything. She has, like, imagine, I only went through one, but I can't even go through six two. men. <laughs> she had married six men. And the one she was living with was not her husband. Imagine now, that woman, they would cuss her out on Twitter, everything. But look at how she was in the history mm-hmm. of Christ. Mm-hmm. He came to give her. He came so, so that she can have her. These life. niggas will keep coming to okay. But I don't want to marry six times, boo. Boo, you're not going to marry six times. You're going to date a couple of times. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have it in me. <laughs> but friends, you have to wait. Six niggas have to come through. Six. 
Except, I think I'm now you're like. You cannot give up on yourself. Except you're going through your six fingers. I think I've seen all the six. No, you have not I seen them. I think I've gone past six. You know, I've been through six. Right now, I'm just waiting. Nah, I, I'm. I deserve to meet the the prince right now. I've kissed so many frogs, boy. I've been there, done that. Not kissing no frogs no more. Not entertaining no jokers no more. I'm not interested. How can you differentiate between prince and frogs? Sometimes you have to take a while. I, for the, I don't know. Then Jesus meet me by my well. How about that? I people want to go to the conference because if you are this Jesus, 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 I will still bring the man to No, me. I mean, what I mean by Jesus meet me by my well is right. meet, meet me, send the man. But well. if the woman never went out to the world, she probably wouldn't have met Boy, Jesus. Boy, I've been going out to wells every day. Look at me. But I have to give you your flowers on this show because I think that you're one of the few people that made me very interested in my relationship with God. Okay. Because I didn't see anybody who was in my space, I mean, I mean, I wasn't close to anybody who was in my space who represented a big brand like you, but mm. who was also very interested in God stuff, God stuff, sorry. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I remember sometimes I would call you, you're probably praying, you're fasting on a Monday, you are reading some scripture. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this girl, because I, like, there are too, too many parts of you that people don't even see. Mm. Half the time, if you are in the conversation, you must have mentioned the Holy Spirit like three times. The Holy Spirit said, the Holy Spirit because said. Because that's like my best friend. Yeah. But we people don't connect. know these parts. And Old it's so time. interesting how much. So when I started seeing results in your life for mm. free, my friend, I'm telling mm. you. I started forging a better relationship with the Holy Spirit because I realized that I was seeing results from your life and you have such a close relationship. Maybe I'm mm. like, maybe this is the guy that's making things work. Yeah. I know you hearing that from you has made me feel so good because the part of Bible that says, let your light so shine so that sons of men will see yeah. and glorify your father who is in mm. heaven. Um, it's amazing to legit hear someone say that, you know, I hear people always send me messages mm. like, oh my God, you post to open heavens. This, I, you know, it makes me, even day when I'll be like, mm. that's how I read my Bible. When I just go yeah. to your page in the morning and I read it there because mm. I have no... I set out last year to make sure that I would read my Bible 365 days. I did 290 something days last year. And this year again, I think he sent my Bible plan, sent me a message letting me know how long. Mm. Um, let me check it to show you. I think it's almost there about the same thing. Um, I feel like it's very, it's, as I, as you said, it's one of those things where that's how you know that you're doing something right. When people can see your life and see mm. the God of Timisa. Yeah. is who I want yeah. to serve or who I want to come through for me and the thing with the Holy Spirit is it's very easy for those who are listening to us like you, you know there's a part of Shalamo's song that um, you're enough yeah that Jaira. says you don't need no trophies or whatever yeah. to to, mm. to make you proud yeah. you know it doesn't mean that you're this perfect human being it just means that for guidance you know that's one of, and I prayed for it I just used to pray that I wanted to befriend the Holy Spirit. I just yes. want to know you. I want you to direct my path. And like clockwork, I would hear the voice. Yeah. I would see things. Like it's not like vision or trying to get it. It's just that confirmation. Nudge, you know what I mean? Nudges, that confirmation. Yeah. Some nudges that. And, so, and, and then sometimes you're like, how do you know it's truly the Holy Spirit? I tell people that, you know, I've just come to a point that I trust God not to know that even when I misjudge or misread or misunderstand, still you will use yeah. it to work for my good because mm. you know my intentions are great. Mm. So it's one of those things that every year I tell God that I want to know you more. My relationship with God this year was better than last year and the mm. year before. It wasn't overnight. It's like a normal relationship yeah. you work at with someone. Mm. You know, the way our relationship has grown. Yeah. It's something that you grow, True. you'll definitely True. work at. So. And, I, and I think that the more that I, I make, like I'm taking these lessons from you, the more I want to replicate the same thing. So yeah. I'm talking about God more because I've experienced yeah. God. Yeah. Okay, you know how 
the year, last year was and what this year is and so many things that God has done for us and me in particular. So the more that God shows up, the more I want to tell people about this God. And, mm. I, and, I, and I always tell my friends that I've experienced a Jesus that you have probably not been told about. Mm. It's a mm. different vibe. Mm. But if you experience this, this type of Jesus, mm. you won't talk about him every time. Mm. I think the most beautiful part is even when, even before you open your mouth, people can see that there's something about this person. Yes. There's just something. Yeah. The weapons have formed, but they just wouldn't come to me. Friend, like, you know, come on. I, I, you know, in my office, they, they talk, um, don't offend her. Mm, you know, she yes. has one book where she writes names of those. Yes, Sharon her. says it too. Sharon says, I, I, I pity for those people that always try to offend me. You know, my Jesus is very strong. You will find that. And she literally says that anybody that crosses her gets into trouble. The, that's Sharon. the story of my life. I, I kind of always find out that I've never had to. Maybe that's why people feel, oh, you don't respond or you don't fight back because mm. in due time, yes. the compensation is worth yes. me exchanging words yes. or doing evil for evil. Mm. I don't know how to repay evil for evil. I just mm. feel like you will get caught up. And when you get caught up, I will be the one to beg God to have mm. mercy on you. So, do you think there are a few people that, who got a set apart to say, you know what, this is the industry that you're in and you have to influence because of the level of influence that it's, it's calling us to? I don't think so. I think that somebody said something to me recently. It's like a father having five children. Out of those five children, did I say children's? Jesus. No, it's fine. It's okay. No, you, you can't speak good I'm English. English <laughs> a father having five children and each of that child he has a different relationship with. God's relationship with all his children. Different. And the children are also different it as well. Doesn't mean he's practicing favoritism. It just means that the way he relates with this person is different mm. from how he relates with that person. It took me so long to get that, and I realized that it's actually true. Even as earthly people, you have five friends. Your relationship with me is different from your relationship true. with KK. It's yeah. different from your relationship with other other people that yeah. are in your life. So it's the same way. So mm. I feel like it's not a God saying optimism was influenced for me is because your cup runneth over there's nowhere else it's spilling we can see it so you will definitely talk about it mm. do you know what I mean because it's, it's not hidden you don't want to be one of those people that talk about it without people seeing results do you know True. what I mean so before I even open up my mouth and God you, will not want to you definitely not, know. so that's yeah. what these days I tell God as Auntie Mo always says to me that she says to God I can't follow I yes, wear so. high heels yes, so. you know before my bows, my boss <laughs> touches the ground Lord now you, they go, now you they go talk oh. I think God loves when us as his children just fall into that that space where we're like God is just you because I got to a point where I was too tired of monitoring the optics and doing like I'm just like God please I sort this out and once I handed him over the driving the keys to the to the car mm. he's been driving and sometimes well, you're yes. better than me because even in, in even in I still go through those days. No, I, still I go do, but those moments yeah. where it's like just yesterday alone, I had a knock on my head, you know, because yesterday was Monday, one of those periods where I was just laying down and praying and just being like, Lord, I am exhausted from, because I said to you earlier before I finished it, that the story of Joseph has been following me. Mm. And I feel like Joseph in prison right now. Mm. I feel like, you know, the weight, the, you know, I've always, everyone knows that I've always talked about how, you know, family means very, very, family means a lot to me. And mm. I do want to start my own family. And mm. it's one of the things that I'm like, Lord, you know, Jesus, when I turned 37 this year in South Africa, you know, I'm shooting my talk show, you know, I'm at the top of my game, but I still cried that day because I just thought, Lord, I want my daughter to see me on TV. I, I want to be able to walk in and I'm like, mm. do you know who this is? And, you yeah. know, I, I want to have that, you know, and, 
it's one of my desires that I have spoken to you about so many times, Lord. And, mm. you know, yesterday I had one of those days where I was just like, oh, I'm so, so tired. I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. Yeah. You know? And then right after that, when I read my Bible plan, there was one I was talking about gratitude and how mm. we should learn to practice gratitude because he's heard. And then the beautiful thing about the, one of the plans that I'm doing right now, I was talking about how Joseph's struggle wasn't about him. It really wasn't about him. It was, it was about his father. Yeah. It was a promise God had made to Jacob that had to come to pass. The Goshen that he had promised the, the children of, when they were coming to thrive in Egypt, the family was going to come. When Joseph told his brothers that you meant it for evil, but God it's meant it for good. good to preserve your lives for a time like this. He had nothing to do with him, mm. but he had to go through that so that mm. the seven tribes of Judah, the, 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 the children of, of, of um, Jacob, you know, his kids were the Judah, the, all yeah, of them. All had, the borders. Yes. You know, they, the tribes. They, they, that, those were the promises that God made to him that had to be accomplished. And I will remember you. And even on his way to reunite with Joseph, he did say to him, so like, Joseph was the vessel. Me. He was the vessel. That was his. So you never know who's life. God- Set us apart for some yes, so it might not be about you. Work. The way you're going through might have nothing to yeah. do with you. It might be about somebody who is coming in your lineage or lineage you know, or whatever. I know, you know, sometimes like I hate to make this show very. I, I don't hate to make. I I'm a Christian, so I must always show. But one of the things I always say is that I must talk about Jesus on, yeah. with really? my platform. Yeah, yes. because like it's Jesus is so cool, but like. Because yeah, one of you the guys know, in here say you're going to be a preacher one day. That's what one pastor said. I, I, I'm not going to be a preacher. I will use my platform the way I want. But <laughs> so can you know how much anxiety and uncertainty that we face in our space? That times I've called you and said, are you sure I should be doing this? What did God say about this? Is it, this? Like I'm always in my head. And the only times that I can get out of that space is with God. Mm, prayer. I try everything else. Mm. It's only with God. Like I was listening to Stephen Fotick yesterday and he was talking about... Oh, I like him. I just started watching him. He's superb. I was talking about like, yes, the topic was the SU and how much that God has... There's so much... Like I was talking about Peter and Simon and there was there was Simon and Peter in, in Peter. Mm. Simon. So when God went to them at the well, God asked them to train their nets and everything that... All that process was to get Pete Simon to become Peter mm-hmm. because all of, all of that potential was in him. Mm-hmm. But God already knew that it could be Simon anytime that was going to deny him and do all of that. But mm-hmm. God had to take him through those processes and God yeah. was still there. Yeah, but that's why we said that it doesn't, you don't have to be perfect. Like when I talk about the Holy Spirit, like people always automatically think that, oh, if I befriend God, that means my mm-hmm. life becomes more boring. Place. Yes, no. that's the problem. I don't think so because everybody who you've read about in the Bible, they were individuals who very went flawed. through their own journey. One of the most interesting characters for me is David. David, I feel like right. If David was I feel alive like David. today, he probably will be condemned by the church. He probably will not be next yes, to no. the church. He will probably be seen as controversial. Yes. You know, but God just loved him because God has this many people. Solomon will probably not even be allowed to church. Exactly. But you know what I think, I think about Solomon? You know women give great advice. Women? Yes, yes. women are very smart and wise. So you think I that's think why God, he surrounded himself? God, just, God just knew that he needed a couple of women around him. You understand? Like, I mean, he's going to be the wisest man on earth. He needs he like wise 700 counsel. wives and 300 concubines. Exactly. Just one... He couldn't have slept with all those women. Probably some of them they were going to be like, I say, oh dear King Solomon, this is what you need to do about those midwives who are struggling with their babies. Solomon was still around that married him. Friends! Like, yeah. The lifestyle! <laughs> I'll be like, Boo. even if it's three years of faithfulness, you get a husband. <laughs> What's your business? <laughs> this is Bobby, but you have like five. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was six solo. I will not see you till next year because our our date is not. I imagine that solo. My king, went you say through... solo. My king, every no, but day. You, you go be the you go be the babe, every the girlfriend day. that became the All wife. All the boys are calling my king on your phone. Today is service. Are they Solomon? My king. Every day I wake up. How beautiful is your splendor? No, but okay, if Solomon like... was toasty right now, you probably not even greet him like that. That that fuck boy. It has how many wives already? Words. No, no, nah, because Solomon uh, because Solomon's story now has become history, and we respect and revere the Bible. No, I don't. But you know so. that right now, if Solomon is checking you out, you're that old man with how many wives already wants to make me. Uh uh-uh. uh, you know now. I don't know about that too. I will so follow. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen me on Instagram. Come check me out in my palace. But the kind of money that I think Solomon had, I don't think you even need to be on Instagram. That's true. Yeah. So be like, what am I, well, you make that kind of money to disappear. You true. don't make money for people to see you. Do you think you make some money to some extent that you disappear? Of course. Okay, you. I don't think you would. Uh, boy, you like you. you like the glam too much. Watch when I. Which hit Bologna's status? Why do I need to be on the gram? You be like the, the Jay Z's and Beyonce's, the Rihanna's as well. How many times do you see Rihanna these days? That's All she's there is sell her products. Do you see her talking too much? She's a billionaire. What does she have to talk to us about? What does she have to discuss with us? She's so a billionaire. This is my Christmas episode. Let's let's keep it Christmassy. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, let's try that. So I have a few Christmas questions for you. Mm-hmm. Just a burping to champagne. No. Okay, first question. Um, let me hear it. Let me hear it. This is Christmas question. What's your typical Christmas morning like? Ooh, breakfast in my pajamas. Family breakfast. And yeah. everyone has a Christmas hat on. Is it? Yeah. We do that every year. And we just have... And I make the meanest mimosas. I make the mimosas. I bet you invite me for this on Christmas oh, yeah, this year. Because I know they go real. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Every single year, there's like pancakes, there's sausages... And then after that, we open all the Christmas presents. Oh, But like, you don't have a lot of Christmas presents this year. How do you know that? You already said it now. Okay, so why are you putting my business... Why are you putting my business... Now you talk and say, under the mistletoe, there's nothing there. Why are you putting my business in And that's because you have refused to Mm. give this thing as a chance. Not that. It's just, you know, I think... For us to be able to open more Christmas gift, please start talking to them now. Reply their WhatsApp. You're about the well now. So for me, I'm going to another Let's well. Let's go to the well, please. I'm going to different wells <laughs> until Jesus comes to draw water. Boom. Yes, friend. Yeah. Okay, so second question. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Home Alone. I think that's my favorite Christmas movie too as well. Because that was the classic. time when Christmas movies made a little bit of sense. Even if it didn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. Let's ask ourselves, what was he doing we at home enjoyed alone? enjoyed the euphoria. Like, how did they yeah. not remember that he was missing to the ghost airport? Even if he had that many kids. How did he do with all those people? people? And then why was he home alone? But... The ones they do these days are the acting is so bad, the storyline is so bad. Princess Christmas, Switch of Christmas. I can't. But if you think about home alone, like no American family would have left their son. It's just, I just think, think no, yeah. And then by the time they even got to the in the car, you really want to tell that none of his siblings noticed that he wasn't there. And then why was he home alone twice? Home alone two again, really though, right? Really. The parents forgot, forgot the second time, yeah. Like, it's like they for, I think home alone two was they forgot him in a hotel, I can't remember, or something. Yeah. It's like, Pastor to Kevin, Pastor Kevin, Kevin's not here. Kevin Mm. but it was fun that's yeah. like my favorite Christmas movie actually yeah that's that's a good that's my favorite Christmas movie actually um, what's your favorite Christmas song oh holy night the stars are shining brightly when my dear let's sing in this in this man's ears so I should be so angry Jingle Bay Jingle Bay Jingle Bay like right I, don't like, I like um, <laughs> I also like have yourselves a merry little. Oh, that's a sweet song. 
I like joy to the world. The Lord. Lord. I, I, that's my favorite one, actually. That yes, that's no. Because I sang that song so many times at no, graduation parties. I also parties. like, um, what's that one now? Santa baby. It's not like any local song where you like. Any local Christmas song. Kerasi Messi to Madeo. Hey, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Ever. Cafe Jossi. I don't know that one. No. You don't know it. I wasn't uh, raised uh, here. Every that's Christmas. why. If you go to Methodist Church every Christmas, they sing that very well. No, not this one that we sang. Kerasi Messi. I don't know that. Kerasi Messi. Kerasi Messi Day. Ah, I don't know how to that. Hey, 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 what's the worst Christmas gift you you've gotten or you've given and you've gotten worst Christmas gifts I've given hmm? none I'm the Christmas presents <laughs> Best Christmas gifts I've gotten. I've gotten really nice Christmas gifts. Of course, I got you a have. Birking. Huh? Once. I mean, now. For yeah. Christmas? Yeah. Who are your friends? Definitely not me. For Christmas. And um, I've got jewelry for Christmas before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money as well. So how do you attract such big gifts? What do I have to do? I ask. <sighs> what would you like for Christmas? Oh, behind this. You need fear to ask. Why should you be afraid? It's just material things. And I always think, what's the person going to say no? Then you move, we move. I'm not aware of that. So I would think of how you think about me. What's your say? No, I always, I have a rule. I say to people, I can only ask for what I know I can buy myself. Right. So, If you shape your buruku, you just call your shopper and I will buy it. Yeah, I buy two I, colors. You understand? I trust you. Lamp. Choose where you not go wear it. And you buy four colors. Well, I so that it. when the next person sees when the person sees me next, they will see it on my arm and I'll be like, oh yeah. I love it. You were acting like an asshole and it's just called someone to get it. Sometimes I don't necessarily have to buy it myself. I can ask two or three more people to buy it. <laughs> so can I stop? Well, please. It is what it is. Are you a fan of Christmas trees or do you just do first It's 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 a thing. You know I put up my Christmas trees. Just first no, fast. I am a fan. I do videos. I love. It calms me when I walk into the house and I see the lights. I'm like, yes, Christmas. Okay. Christmas. What's your favorite meal on Christmas Day? I just told you pancakes. In pancakes in the morning. So yeah. breakfast. Breakfast. Right. Christmas break with bellinis. Okay. So I, I we're done with this Christmas episode. I just want you to make a Christmas witch. Just say witch. You cuckoo did. Both of us have had one moment. My <laughs> friend, I beg. This walk noisy sometimes. sometimes. I see great things sometimes. I'm just in, in my element. I'm so sorry, guys. My Christmas wish this year. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Do I have to share it or do I have to think it? Just make a wish on this show. What if it comes true and everybody's aware of it? That's a good thing. What do I really want? I want my next man to be my husband. I want him to love me, to guide me. What's that, Sierra's prayer? <laughs> Sierra's prayer. That's Sierra's prayer. You won't pray for Christmas. Wherever you are, oh Lord, we don't want to wear matching pajamas. So, okay, if you find a man of the show, what would you give me? Whatever you want, Your Highness. Okay. I'm not desperately looking for a man. Let's I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, what if, what if somebody reached out to me and said, Timmy's hand? It's a billionaire somewhere in, from Saudi Arabia. Because friend, this property bag, what they say for this these tables, this chair, so it's not cheap. Why do you have to put the billionaire? So the man has to come correct. So what if a random Arabian like prince reaches out there? to me and says, what you know what? Random? That talk I got is very interesting. 
can I meet her for lunch? Because I'm my agent. We'll go to Dubai together. So me, I was going to Dubai. What if you now marry an Arabian prince? The blogs will be on fire. They got Nigeria will shake. <laughs> talk about this, talk about that. It's just like they, they, I might now now be on social media anymore because you know, they are very like into themselves. No, but that's time you would have set the people. ground rules that no, this she's a superstar. What if you go? It doesn't matter. What did social media do? Mm-hmm. I like that, my I like that faith, my friend. Yes, and Father God of Temisa. You've left the legacy. There is no so she and was hearing Temisa right now, Lord. Just, back just, just, just answer. Should... No, but what do I really wish for this Christmas? I just you know. I've suffered loss this year. I lost my big sister this yeah, year. Yeah, I'm so sorry about your loss. Um, okay. Ah, I know it was a lot. It was a lot of, on you. Like ah, I can't believe going this is through the first it was Christmas crazy. Her. Yeah, and um, wow. I just honestly, just my genuine wish mm. for Christmas is to legit have all my family members in good health, mm. in peace, cherish family. And just enjoy ourselves yeah. together. I mean, even if we might be together via Zoom, because mm. a lot of people can't come on because of a lot of things yeah. that are happening. But yeah, I would really, really want that. I'm done with Christmas. So quickly, I just want to talk about your career and where you are now and how great your work. I'm so sorry, guys. I know that you guys are looking at me, but you've had a fantastic year. Thank you. I have. I did have. you did you see yourself having such a fantastic year from COVID, from the years before COVID to was, now? It's weird. When the Bible says where there's a casting down, there will always be lifting up. I was never worried. I used to tell people I was never worried. I was. Because I knew that my life is not my own. Mm. And I said to God, you are the manager, you are the PR of this brand. If you like, let's go down there, you know. Do you understand? So I was never worried. I made so much money during COVID. I was making money every week. From what? Boy, a lot of videos. People, yeah, people move to advertising yes, online. Digital, now, so yeah. There's always a, oh, please, can you do this? Can you post this? Can you yeah. do that? Do you post a video for washing hands? Can you do that? And you Our make company, t- TikTok the, become a TikToks, thing. Yeah, there was, mm. you know, those videos. I, I never really worried um, about, I, you know, there's a confidence. There's a, and I have to say this for people who are listening. You need to get to a point in your life where you're confident in the one who made all things to know that, the devil will attack me with different things. So maybe mm-hmm. say, I know we're quickly born or whatever. But you see, <laughs> no, I'm 37. I'm honest. Like, okay. okay you know, some people have kids at yeah. 25 or whatever. Yeah. But you see my finances. Oof. There's an edge. You can't, I can't, I can't beg. I'm so confident. It can never happen. I'm never going to be poor. I have friends like this. God. God. You said where there are five billion. Now, I the last one is poor. I, I've never been. I've never even had to worry. Okay, this energy is a big flex. Do you know what? You know, last week I was just saying to God that this year, ha, you really took care of me, oh God. Even when you are putting your hope and trust in people, as mm. they let you down like this, Father is just giving you booze. Like, he will now make you sit in bed and laugh and say, ah, now, so you did things to that person. They promise, promise, promise. Call me this week. I'll do this, I'll do that. Mm. As they are failing like this, God is showing you. You know, God is very songs. jealous. And I think uh, that sometimes when God is trying to reach out to us and toast us directly, you know, I, you know, sometimes when you depend on a certain group of people to say, you know what, they'll do this, they'll do that. And God be like, don't even know. I need me to be the one. And it's weird how I'd gotten to a place in my life where I almost became like that. You know, when things are going so well for you, you just feel like, what can possibly happen? I know I have people in high places. I can call this person. God will cause them to True. fail you. He humbled me like that. Yeah. Fail you. Yeah. And you, I heard the voice walking into silver bed. Because you are comfortable now. You've forgotten who your source is. That was when I just realized that, wow, you know what? 
you are right, Lord. Yeah. So for every time yeah. that I've gotten to a place where mm. I'm almost excited that, oh, yeah. this is going to happen. They're going to call for this job. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. Gonna... Mm. I check myself immediately because mm. I think that's what happened when you I... You make it go left. I lost so my that job. I'll just be like, yeah. ah, oh boy, now you're under a day. Yeah. But do you know what it feels like? I've never... I can't remember when last. I'm... Let me brag about God for a second. I Please do. I, borrowed, I haven't borrowed. I don't. I cannot remember when last I borrowed money from anybody. Me too. I cannot remember when last I had to call, even in my family, to say, "Please, can I mean, you give fixed, me yeah. say when?" This God is too good. So, my friend, such as you talk about, like the money you think about your account, such as you talk about this, you you get money, my friend. I beg as you live here today, bless me, my friend. Do Christmas for me. This is Christmas, guys. You are here. Do Christmas for me, my friend. Do Christmas for me. Listen, I'll cook rice for you now. Now, this Christmas, what you want? Okay, so what do you want? My friend, what do you, what do you want? What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what you not get? You get plenty. Let's see. I don't know for you. That bag, that shoe, that house, that money. Eh? I told you that I'll take you to the well. So what else is left? <laughs> you are a good friend. Don't I'm a good friend. So what I'm do you want to carry Christmas? to the well. So what do you want for Christmas? Give me money. Give me a low. Okay, how much do you want? We are thinking. Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, that's nothing for you, my friend. But you came in bubberry now. When you came in bubberry. So there's a special segment that I created, mm. like literally 24 hours ago, and I'm happy that you're the first person Yay, to share this segment with me. It's called Spill the Tea. Okay. So basically, I ask my followers to share a secret with me. Mm. That on is intact, so nobody hears. Just cool stories oh, about so their lives. Followers, yeah. Okay. Their secrets, things that they want to share. And I've got some interesting secrets to share with you today. Okay. We're going to talk about it. If you know the same time when they talk to you, I asked him to come outside. I don't know why. Well, somebody actually said, waiting for a podcast with you and talking about your friendship. Oh, really? I didn't even know it was going to... Okay, so the... Oh, there's so many here. I didn't even realize them. So this girl said... Mm-hmm. My boyfriend is a placeholder till my hob- hobby locates me. I mm. checked my boyfriend. He can't have kids. I fake my orgasms with my boyfriend. She checked him. Like, she don't check saying nothing. How does she him. know? I have no idea. He thinks he's the best in the bed. In bed. But how does she know that he can't have kids? Maybe they went to, I don't know how these people do it, but maybe she has found out or she has heard something. Okay, or... so what is the question here? This is the secret that she's sharing. So basically, this guy mm-hmm. is the placeholder she gets her real husband mm-hmm. because she already knows that this one cannot father kids. Mm. That's. I think she should leave him alone. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So guess so. Because not every relationship would lead to marriage now. True. And at least she knows. She's not living in la 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 land. Mm-hmm. I think what I find a bit foul is. You know, she's saying she knows he can't. I want to know how she knows he can't father kids. Did he tell her that? Was it something he shared mm. with her? And if he's believing that he wants to marry her, I think that's a big foul that she's not as honest enough. But I feel like if you like someone, there are different reasons why you're with someone. If the sex is that great and it's keeping you for now, while you're still looking outside, let the person know. So all their eggs too is not in this basket. But if this man probably knew, he'll probably not continue a relationship. Exactly. So how does she know? So I find this secret a bit odd. How do you know? Reproductive mm. organs and... What if they're open about it and she... Maybe she has accepted... If he told her, that means is he asking to marry her? If he's not asking to marry her, she's also playing herself. What if he's also having a good time? Exactly. But she... But I think that what's interesting is that she's aware yeah. that this is... She probably has a timeline to say, you know what? 
whilst I'm with this nigga, maybe probably the guy has money and mm. can take care of her. It's fine, but as long as I'm, that's that's okay. I'm, I don't think she should yeah. leave him because people, I believe, are with people for different reasons. True, if and she all, finds what not she all relationships will lead to marriage. Yeah, I think that's one of the. It's more of an African. The way we date here, we're always dating so seriously. Have fun, girl. Marriage is a big deal for yeah, us. Yeah, you know, not every relationship has to lead to you in a white dress and him in a tux at an altar. Mm. Some relationships lead you to nice restaurants. Some relationships lead you to a wardrobe full of shoes. Some relationships give you miles, miles, miles! baby. Do you know Lifestyle. what I mean? Let's go to Paris tomorrow. Clock the miles. When the relationship ends, you're a gold, you're a gold card holder, gold member, platinum member, silver member on the airline. Because you need a relationship for your next level. Before, so if you don't even have money to travel, you use your miles to travel now. Before don't go, lifestyle remain. Imagine being in a relationship that you were traveling around the world with your man and eventually you get into a business where you need to travel around the world. You already have your visas and your... Do you understand? That's That's what I'm saying. Not all relationships must lead to marriage as long as she's aware nobody's Mm -hmm. deceiving anybody in this situation. Mm -hmm. She knows she can't marry him. He knows, if he knows she can't marry him and he's not asking for marriage, then enjoy yourselves. When the time comes for you to Koba Wale, Yes, as no. far entered the entered the water Koba Wale now. Sure. Because, because I think that even, maybe she's actually pinned too because maybe she found out from others but how do you find that someone can have kids you have to test but how do you know even as women we don't know we can't have kids until you try so maybe they've been trying I don't know how they knew why she knows but I think that, that maybe maybe, maybe also he's trying to hide it from her and she found that and she's, she's like I'm going to show so maybe you maybe she saw a document that a then... document maybe she said yeah, something yeah but why are you trying to show him that's something well, personal you know, you know... not every man will be able to share that with every woman okay, like, what, that's if, not... what if it's common knowledge maybe within the family she's overheard them talking yes. about it but then again I'm going to ask you another maybe I'm just too smart for this secret I'm going to ask you another question is he asking her for marriage but usually when girls are women these days they think about marriage huh? how many girls they think is the man thinking about it is he every man that's asking exactly every girl for marriage she, I feel like she, she's the one that's going to enjoy this thing and benefit it because you'll be shocked if the nigger is not planning to marry her she's not losing anything too no one saved you. He's not losing anything to you. They are both playing with themselves. He too, he knows maybe he doesn't want to have kids or he doesn't want to, or he doesn't have kids or he can adopt. With money these days, you don't necessarily have to, you know, have your own. Yeah. They can adopt and give a, a, an unfortunate child a fortunate future. True. So at the end of the day, I think that what would have been, what would have been the question is if you asked me, if somebody is asking if we can marry somebody who cannot father a child, that would not be a bit of a... No, because she, she doesn't even plan to marry, uh, to marry this man. Don't worry. So the man might not plan to marry her too. So fair enough. I the think relationship have, in 2021 is deceiving time. Well, we're all lying to ourselves. To the best man wins. <laughs> well, this is so cute. I don't think we're going to talk about it, but this person just said, this, the secret I see is Timmy Sam be, TVT becoming a global podcast. Amen. That's it's always nice. something that I wanted, so I, I cannot wait. So when it becomes a global podcast, please replay this. You better, you better have me. me as a guest as well. Friend, I'm going to have you every other day, you know. Oh, right, so always sweet. What's the other secret we need to talk about? Mm. So many sexuality boys. Well, let's talk about it. I want to hear. Okay, so this person says, this person is a guy. He yeah. said, my dad's driver was my first sex. And to date, I, I'll still let him hit it. Maybe that's why I like older guys. <laughs> so he's gay? Clearly. His father's driver was yes. the best sex. And he, he said, even up to now, he'll still let the driver's, father's driver hit it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This secret is tough. I ain't judging. But it's so funny how... I ain't judging. You gotta do what you gotta so, do. I, 
I think some of this level of abusing that. Is it? Is who is abusing him? Abusing the driver? The driver, the driver they abuse. So obviously, he was young. Do you know when, how old? How did he say he was young? He was young now. How do you know? This person is a young person, I think. Uh-huh. He said his first experience, what if the first one was two years ago? I don't think so. Did he tell you he was a child? The way, so the, the way he's saying that, oh, I'm seeing two older men, even after I'm in the, uh, uh, it probably was a child. Okay. See, that's what I mean to his older men. So that, that man that, yeah. probably took advantage of yeah. him. Damn. It's crazy. That's crazy. I didn't think about it like that. There's some crazier secrets. Let me share one I more before we that, go. I just thought that, you know, it could have been a case of whenever he started having sex, the first yeah. thing he had was his dad's driver. Parents, watch around your kids. That's all I'm going to say because mm-hmm. that's wild. It's like, wild. I'm not going to lie. How does your, your husband's driver defile your child? Because that's what it is. The driver, if you're going by mm-hmm. him being young, yeah. the driver defiled him. Yes. But he doesn't know he's been sexually abused because he's still praising it. And that's like what I find with a lot of guys. Guys will say their first experience was the nanny. Yes. Was, no, honey, you were sexually abused. That's mm. what was happening. But they think that's what made them bad. Because men don't really treat that part. Like, they just they don't, don't even really think about it. They're like, it. Like, my, friend, my sister's older, my older sister's they friend. Even en- some of them even say they enjoyed yeah. it. So That's why this one is saying we'll let him hit it till tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so one last secret before we go. Okay. Hmm. There's so many secrets here, but let me just read this last one. Because everything is about sex, sex, sex. Nigerians I are so secretive that like, sexual Every time life. I see people say, tell me something, it's always sexual. And let me tell you like the one that I, on Oloni's page that was wild was the girl who said that she was sleeping with her boyfriend's father. And every time the guy would call when they're having sex, they would just put the phone on silent. And when she's at the family table, she and the father will be there. I, I died. I think I shared it with you. She's like, so I think Olona said, tell her, share a moment where you put your phone on silence. I said, you were not, you were sleeping. All oh, right, I think I saw that. And thing. she said that she's sleeping with her boyfriend's father. And, and the father he, knew. The father knew. So whenever the boy calls, they will both laugh at the boy. I'm like, ah, he's calling you, Abby. Ah, Baba. Baba, 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 it's a Baba, you and so then we'll laugh and then when we're sitting at the table she looks at the father and the father was still like how are you and they will know their secret codes when they're missing next and the boyfriend does not know like, how are you going to fuck your man's father there are many men in the world it's probably rich rich I don't care true true I rather leave the guy and yeah Same, that is Just very, and if, when the boy finds out he'll be so hurt he'll be so yeah, hurt he'll be so hurt Okay, so this last one okay. says, I'm falling for my lecturer. Please better stand up. Stand up, please. Better stand up. Who I has, agree you, who with has you. Stand to, up. If you fall, you pick up your, yourself. So is back the lecturer up. a guy or a girl? A female? No, no. This is a female telling me that she's falling for a lecturer. Obviously, a male. I had a crush of my literature teacher in secondary school, Mr. Sholanke. How old are you then? I didn't have anything on my chest. Ah! <laughs> I was young, young, but he was so cute. I fancied Mr. Shulanke so much that I would find reasons to go and ask him questions after. I feel like it was that teenage thing. I think after... Well, he never... I don't think he knew. I never told him. Of course. But I think all the girls in school yes, fancied him. Yes, yes. I think he was responsible. We never had any story of him trying to mm-hmm. use that privilege. But boy, the guy had piercing eyes. Oh, every time Mr. Shulanke came to school, I would, I would take off my top button. Ah, you never get bread. So what were you doing? I don't know. 
And then every time I'll find a reason to go and say, sorry, sir, I don't understand this about Macbeth. I don't understand this about this. But Girl, that, you know about <laughs> Macbeth, but you, you should know about Macbeth. Now that I'm talking about it, I had this massive crush. I used to go to the office every time. And then I'll make sure I put white powder. That's all we had. Then we put white powder. Put <sighs> gel your hair in front. Yeah, we know the streets. Make sure you get <laughs> And you know, I can just knock and say, sorry, sir, can I come in? Sir, the assignment you gave a- <laughs> I don't understand this part. The way will be like, I will discuss it next in school. Next. Very dismissive. He never okay. looked also, my way. Teachers know better now. Especially with I'm, young I mean, I'm, I was young and I'm thankful he was responsible. Puberty, probably he's in puberty. Because I imagine if he was a randy man. For run into you by now. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of stories to tell. Thank God for you. Thank God. Whew, we've come to the end of this episode. I can't believe I shared that. Mr. Sholanka, if you ever hear He <laughs> <laughs> probably will not see it. But if he sees it, he will know that it was a thing back then. Yeah. Wow. You should be okay, fat that the whole token market was, was crushing on me back then. I think I used to put socks inside my bra. Stop. Like I have like a cleavage. Because I, I was a late bloomer. So I'll take off my first top, like brush my hair. I literally will be packing my things to go to school because of Mr. Shalanke. For like How long years, did this crush last for? Until I left secondary school. I think I discovered him in GS3. I, I really, I really discovered. <laughs> no, artist. <laughs> Until I left. I, that man was like the man of my dreams. I just thought. Probably still is. Yeah. You want to go and look for him? No. Should we look for Mr. Shulaget? Please help us find Mr. Shulaget. <laughs> Don't do that. Maybe that's okay. man in real life. Mr. Shulaget probably is married right now. <laughs> the kids and he probably is pot-bellied right now. Older. Maybe not as Oh, student. you don't want him anymore. He was a young lecturer. Right. No, of course not. It was an infatuation. So you're over it. Well, I'm still well, over that's, that's it. The, that's a I just leave, leave my memories. That's all. Anyway, this has been a fantastic episode with my I friend. Know. I You got me to talk about almost everything. Yes, friend. That's, and that's the energy on this show. That's the goal for TVT Pod is to just create conversations that are a bit lighthearted and also mm. very deep. Some depth, some surface, but we're just going to have fun on this show. And that's what I plan to do going forward. And I, I can't wait to have you on other episodes because there'll be other seasons by the grace of God. Amen but thank that. you so much for coming. Well done. I, I, I do want to give you your flowers as well. I've watched you grow and I'm just in awe of all the amazing things that you're doing, owning the brand, diversifying and doing all this thank amazing you so much. work that you're doing. It's very beautiful well, to watch. people like you. Thank you. It's very beautiful to watch. Very amazing. So well done. So much. You're going to make me cry. I love you oh, so much. Okay, back in You too, babe. Cheeses. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. And now I can't believe I've told the whole Nigeria that I had a crush on this lecturer. Oh, Don't worry. They, they need to do that's it. That's tea. That's tea with tea, friend. Mm. You, don't, you don't get this anyway. This is an exclusive. It was. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans on Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.